All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. I know that, Mr. Man. They also call them cereals. I'm not stupid, you know. The story is ludicrous. You can imagine where it goes from here. Fixes the cable. Remember those idyllic scenes out of your childhood? Crisp winter nights, star bright, sleigh bells, crackling yule logs, chestnuts roasting over open fires, carolers beneath snow-covered window ledges. Remember those? After Black Christmas, they'll never be the same again. If this movie doesn't make your skin crawl, it's on too tight. Shall we, so, uh, shall we start? let's talk about Black Christmas. This yes. is Black Dog After Dark. Do we need to introduce ourselves? Should we at least introduce our special guest? Who apparently doesn't like being referred to as a special guest. <laughs> one of the, like regular one of the gang. Esteemed colleague. That's right. Former esteemed colleague. Esteemed yes. former colleague. Mistress of the Black Dog. So the usual idiots are here. I'm Dylan Reimer. <laughs> Alex Chisholm. I'm Alex Chisholm, yes. Alex P. Keaton. I'm Darren Gay. I run this shoddy establishment. The sorceress has joined us. Amanda What about Maven? C. Can we use Sorry. your last name? Or, or are you worried about... Calhoun. Oh, Amanda Calhoun. We are going to drink a few beers and talk about Black Christmas. This is, is our Christmas pick. It's Alex's pick. So, Alex, what were you thinking? Picking this, uh, this <laughs> What particular... were you thinking, man? What... It's one of my all-time favorite movies. I've been obsessed with it since I was a kid, although I didn't see it until college. My older siblings saw it, and their descriptions of it really freaked me out, but I didn't actually see it until me and a friend rented it and I thought it lived up to the legend I really loved the movie and uh since about 1992 I guess it would be it was around Christmas 92 when I first saw it I've been I've watched it every Christmas since how about you, Darren? What are your memories of this movie growing up? My, I never actually heard of it until um, probably in the 80s. And the only thing I remember about it from when I saw it till now is a girl with a bag on her head. So I had no recollection. I remember Andrea Martin was in it and a couple other uh, Canadian, Keir Dulia, is that his name? He's not Canadian. He's not Canadian? He's not. Oh, I thought he was Canadian. I don't think he's oh. Canadian. Oh, okay. yes. But I don't really have too many memories of uh, Black Christmas, so I was looking forward to watching it. I hadn't seen it since, like, uh, probably the late or mid to late 80s. Amanda? It's my dad's favorite movie. Really? Yeah, yeah, one of his favorites, for sure. He talked about it all the time. And actually, I didn't ever see it until I started working here. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't like a a Christmas favorite around the the Calhoun household? No, sheltered you from it? You know, I'm a rebellious teenager. I didn't want to like what my dad likes. He likes Law and Order, too. I like Law and Order. (laughs) (laughs) Never seen an episode. I don't know if I actually saw it or if I just heard the urban legend. There's an urban legend about it? Oh, it's based on an urban legend. Director Bob Clark also did um, A Christmas Story. And Porky's. And Porky. He did Porky's? He did Porky's. Yeah. He did Rhinestone with Sylvester Stallone. Oh, really? Christ. Yeah. Yeah, but he did a great one called Death Dream. He did something also for some renown, didn't he? Yeah, Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things. Right, right. Did that. Death, didn't yeah. he do like um, like a murder mystery kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, he did one called Murder by Decree, which That's is it. Sherlock That's Holmes true. meets Jack right. the Ripper. I mean, I immediately was like, oh, this is that movie where the guy's in the house the whole time. Yeah, the yeah but they show him enter the house in the beginning. It's like a sorority house, yep. and Margot Margo Kidder's in it. Oh, yeah, Margot Kidder. And that. Andrea Martin, like Olivia adorable Hussey. young... Yep. Yeah, the, Olivia Hussey, yes. Was it Olivia Hussey or Olivia de Havilland? No, it's Olivia, Olivia Hussey. 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 Okay. 
Livia de Havilland would have been old enough to play the sorority oh, mother <laughs> by the time she was gone with the wind, wasn't she? So it's like a sorority house. It took me a while to figure that out, actually. You just thought it was a bunch of girls. I just thought it was just together. I thought, yeah, party. I just thought they were like sharing a house. That's what it is. And like, I have to admit, this is another one of these movies, and it tends to be Alex's picks where this happens that I don't like them at the beginning of the movie, but that I love them at the end of the movie. Because <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes, going, "Fucking Alex, you're gonna make me sit." Too. It was the same with the Devil. So I'm just like, "Oh God!" Well, it's kinda, it's but you ended up loving it. It's kind of like Alex himself you yeah. don't like it when you first meet him you end up loving him after you hang out with him for like a while it, right so it's a sorority house and you see i think the first thing you see is a creepy stalker walking up on the house yeah and, and it's, it's, it's stalker's eye view yeah it is yeah, which it is was, pretty impressive how they they, they do that he climbs uh, up the trellis like the did they tape yeah. the camera to his face they or something? must they must because unless they or had like, a ca- is that uh, maybe like a muppet arm or they something a, maybe they had a cameraman on his back holding the camera while he climbed up the trellis like a midget or a mother I was about to say or a monkey and then I realized that I was that that's kind of by proxy comparing small people to uh, monkeys which we're not going to anyway so he climbs up into the attic and this movie's interesting because it sort of dispels any mystery like he he's there the whole fucking time right but why like why why did he go there to that place and go into that attic was he mad because he wasn't invited to that Christmas party so he went anyways oh yeah for sure do you think you think so yeah that's totally my takeaway from it yeah he his invite was lost in the mail. So. Yeah, he seemed pretty lonely. He was lonely because he hung out in an attic by himself. But, but where was he before? But the whole thing, it's I love that they reveal this in the beginning because that sets up the suspense for the entire film. It's like Hitchcock says, what's the difference between suspense and shock? Suspense is you see a bomb put under, ticking away under someone's dinner table while they eat dinner. But shock is just, you just blow up the table while they're sitting there without like any both. introduction. I like, I like, and I like the fact that it's like setting off a time bomb at the beginning. You know there's trouble, the guys. When he eventually phones again, the, a phone call happens once he's inside the house. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's him again. So he's been so phoning, he's been, he's been targeting before, okay. the house for a while. Yeah. Now he's either been phoning the house from pay phones or whatever, or phoning from inside the house. But he, he, probably, he probably wouldn't go into the house just to make a call and then like go to the store or something, go see a movie. Order a pizza. Back, order pizza, yeah. Order pizza to the house and then climb out. And, like, <laughs> he's just <laughs> working his way closer and closer. He's been harassing them for a bit distance. And now, right. we, now we're introduced to... The central characters, the the sorority yeah. sisters, Margot Kidder. Being um, a, she, she's like the the main the main one, I guess. The main yes, woman and in it. and she's just like just drunk through the whole movie. Yeah, which is awesome. And uh, and was it was it her boyfriend? Was that Art Hindle? Was that his? Uh, no, her, Art Hindle is a girl named Claire. Claire, and that's Olivia. De- no, nope, Claire name. is. I think her name's Lynn Griffin. It slipped my mind. The only other credit I know, she plays uh, the female interest in Strange Brew. Oh. In the early 80s. Oh, another She's Canadian class. I, I, I loved Art Hindle's fur coat. So did yeah. I. Oh, dude, yeah, totally. Sure. I actually made a note of that. Yeah, I mean, and here's the too. weird thing. Yeah, I, we, like the, I love the BFs. Uh, it's like a half a wildebeest. We have another movie here in our Canadian <laughs> section called Face Off, and it's not the Travolta Nicolas Cage movie. But yeah, it's a hockey movie. It's a hockey movie, Canadian hockey movie, and it was a much hyped big early 70s Canadian production it's pre-Black Christmas mm-hmm. the weird thing is Art Hindle's the star and he wears that exact fur coat the movie he does <laughs> actual hockey players in that movie too oh. and his name in that movie and they endlessly harangue him is Billy so uh, we we're, so we established the characters not a wide variety other than Margot Kidder being a complete like souse and then yeah. and then is it Claire who's like super uptight she's no I, well Andrew Martin was pretty uptight 
the de facto den mother. She was the one that was always looking after everybody. I, I found anyway that she was kind of uptight. She wasn't the. She, I don't think she was drinking at the party. But yeah, neither is but, Claire. But she, Claire, yeah, they're yeah. openly teasing in the beginning, right. or at least Margot Kidder is for being a little straight uptight. But yeah. only after they receive the first phone call. I've got a, a sentence here that says you can't you can't rape a townie. Oh, That's yeah. after the first phone call. Uh, okay. Yeah. Don't just, remember why I wrote that down. They're basically yeah. just having a gift exchange in the house. Uh, people are getting ready to go away on holiday, and then they receive an obscene phone call, yeah. which is the, in a series of many. And, they're, and they're, they're Claire. Just, yeah. They're really creepy calls. They too. are. Margot Kidder mouths off to the caller. Yeah. And then Claire, when she gets off the phone, she says that she shouldn't provoke people like that. And that's when the line comes up. And she says, especially because a town girl recently was raped, and that's when what? Margot Kidder makes the crack. About <laughs> of course it was Margot Kidder. You can't rape a townie. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes no sense. Yeah, so then the creepy phone call comes in. That's the that's that's Bob Clark, the director. But by the way, he's doing Nick the, Mancuso. Because I thought they're, I, they're they're the guys doing the voices. Do you for guys the know who Nick Mancuso yeah. is? Yeah, uh, tons of stuff. He was in like a he's a Canadian guy, acting guy. Well, I think he was American, but he made a lot of Canadian. Okay. Films. Yeah, he was in. I remember in some sort of like a religiously ticket cult to film. heaven. Ticket to heaven. That's yeah. He won. That was like a big Canadian hit in the early 80s. Yeah. Ticket to Heaven. And he he's also in a... Him, him and Saul Rubinek are in that movie together. Right, right. And they also co-star in a terrible movie we have here called Death Ship. They the exact same <laughs> I know year. Death Ship. They, it's like, it was like this two-for-one deal. It's like, yeah, we get to do this serious drama, but we have to make a cameo in this crappy and horror movie called Death, Death Ship. Death Ship. So, are you familiar with Nick Mancuso, Amanda? No. Are you going... Do you want me to grab me a beer? Actually, that'd be great. They'll have one, too. Oh, the voice. Stingray. He was on Stingray. He was, was Stingray. A, was that a show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that title. Was that like a souped-up car? Yeah, he, did he drive well, a Basically, Corvette? the car was the star of the show, and he was just the, the fucking chump who had to like drive the car around. Right. So it's it was all the Michael Knight. It was like a night Rider. Right? Was it a talking car? It wasn't a talking car. No. It, was a, it, was like an, it was a moron car. Stupid car. I know. Couldn't even talk. Actually, you know, we're also introduced at this point to the uh, the old lady den mother who mm-hmm. is just a boozer. She's got Raging booze hidden, alcoholic. hidden throughout the house. She's got booze in the toilet, it, no, which is my favorite. The toilet tank. Now she pulls the she pulls the fucking bottle of liquor out of the toilet tank, yeah. and then she doesn't even rinse it off before she drinks it. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> she brushes her teeth and rinses with booze. Yeah. Great about very, lo- very lost weekend. I don't know if you guys picked up on the fact, because she's so hammy and over the top. She's yeah. supposed to be a former vaudeville star. Are you aware of that? No. Because at the beginning, when they give her the moo-moo, or whatever it is, they give her like this really ugly nightgown, they say, hey, it's the former star of vaudeville whatever year, and they keep calling her Mrs. Mac. I didn't notice this until I saw the film... On big screen two years ago. Later on in the movie, there's a shot of her night table. I don't want to reveal why, but later on, they show the night table in a room, and there's a sign or a record or something on the night table that's McHenry Sisters. He must be Mrs. McHenry, and they're calling her Mrs. Mac. But she was probably a former child star, which is why I think they even asked... Betty Davis, because it's kind of similar to the to whatever baby happened to Joan, yeah, Jane, baby Jane. You know? right, Joan Crawford right, right. would have been good for that too. She would have been, yes. Yeah. Well, wait, I was I was going to say about Miss Mac, because I was wondering, she seems like a proto Miss Hannigan from Annie, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was like, are there like how many lush den mothers are there? I think they all and are. Did Mrs. Hannigan, Miss <laughs> Hannigan, really count as a den mother then? Yeah, for sure. She's like the orphan's boss. 
creepy phone calls come in. No one seems to be taking this very seriously. Well, how can you really? You know, it's just a creepy phone call. Like, and prank phone calls were so common. In. Where the fuck is he phoning from in the house? There must be a phone up there. You really don't know it's where he's phoning from. It's an attic phone. Did what, you what, watch what, this film? Yeah, what, what, what are the girls' rooms, I'm assuming? No, no. they talk about it. Is it the hallway? They talk about it. They, they establish it, it yeah. well. Yeah. It's from in the house. And then they reveal it in they that just say, brilliant moment of character development with the, the McHenry yeah, sisters. Miss, Miss McHenry has her own phone line. Establish yeah. it. So, so she can phone roadside repairs for... For booze after two o'clock in the morning. Quick. He works, lurks. He enters the house and lurks around a bit. Oh, they get into before, a fight because, right. because uh, he makes a creepy phone call. The thing about Nick Mancuso is apparently he stood on his head when they were recording when they did post on that. So, mm-hmm. so he's like he's talking so backwards. His throat would. Yeah, that's right. Because when, <laughs> when you go upside down, the whole time goes backwards. Actually. Cool. Yeah. I, knew, I knew that. Yeah, um. Anyways. I, anyways, so he calls and they get all. Creeped out, yeah. Uh, but Lois Lane is is being a is being a, kind of unreasonable. Hey, yeah. psycho! Fuck yeah. you! You got a small dick. I yeah. dare you to come and rape us all, <laughs> or whatever. Hey, you should have said that. Whatever, you fucking lightweight. You can't rape a townie. And then I think it's Claire. <laughs> she's like, I'm gonna go to my room and just pack my stuff now. Right, right. Go. Whatever, you not drinking, not having sex, loser. <laughs> um, and then. Uh, I think the creep gets her there. Yeah. Claire yeah. goes up to her room. And, yeah. and drag, I think a brilliant scene. How does it... Do you, do you, hmm? Oh, do you no. remember? I thought Amanda had something to say. No. Okay, never mind. Well, I think it's <laughs> Alex does. an example. And yet again, this film's so influential and groundbreaking. It's been ripped off so much. But right here, I, I swear it's the inspiration for Jonesy the Cat and Alien. Claude the Cat... And it's, do you remember? Because remember when they can't find the cat and alien yeah. and they're searching yeah, yeah, for him? Yeah. Jonesy, Jonesy, and the animals, and the monster, I should say, is waiting. This is, I, I bet you 10 bucks Dan O'Bannon got that idea Ten from bu- this. I'm, I'm, they're, looking for for, they're looking for the cat, but it's clothed. I'm not taking face, that bet. And even a little bit creepier than alien, the, the, killer, the monster is lurking. They think he's the cat. He meows yeah. back. I think that's even. And, oh, that's right. Yeah, he did meal yeah. back. That was and really the awesome. Twist, and the twist is, it was inside your chest the entire time. <laughs> the cat was. <laughs> the killer <laughs> is in your chest. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I like that scene quite a bit. Uh, it, it's hard to watch this now, having seen so many, because it's like apparently it's like the original slasher film. It is in I, a way. I, I, By I almost thought, all I, accounts. I don't. I, I thought it still worked. I thought it had a, just a nice level of creepiness to it. And then the bag over the head really. That's, that's how she's oh, killed. It was, it, was, yeah. it was horrifying. Here's, well, he put in a rocking chair. Her, and he yeah, seems yeah. to smother her. It's almost like the plastic. It looks like plastic on her garments. Almost yeah. like you get from a dry cleaner. He yeah. su- he smothered her with that first. Yeah. And then drags her up to the attic. And right? then carries her up to the yeah. attic bridal stuff. Well, we, yeah, which, which is, is pretty hard to do. Those just I, I was, yeah, think, I I was thinking because yeah. I, because through the entire movie, I thought that all of this was take like she, like Claire was just in her room because you see her in the rocking chair. Right. And it's like. Oh, it's this missing girl. This missing girl. Where yeah. is she? I'm like, have you looked in her fucking room? And <laughs> it's like, room, oh no, she's upstairs. Look, so it's, it's like really shitty. I mean, this guy's good. This is a really good serial killer because yeah, he can murder someone and carry that corpse well, up into the attic I'm without th- anyone hearing when I'm there's thinking, a party going on. I, I'm thinking he had help from the monkey cameraman to carry him up to carry up to the attic. Well, yeah. that's how he got how he got her. Up. Also, it's really well, hard to get. The, well, I mean, they're, they're they're your slaves for life when you get a monkey cameraman. Yes, yeah, there's yeah. also a, a hook in the pulley monkey up shines. in that attic, which comes but, in handy later in yeah. the film. <laughs> he could be using that to lift those. Yeah, but oh, by the way, when you guys never shown, so you can't say could be. Here's something. In movies, when someone oh, gets a bag, show one later. They, they often kill people with like plastic over the face. Yes. 
I could never, if I were being attacked by somebody and they put plastic over my face, uh-huh. I would just like puncture the plastic with my fingers over but, my mouth. But what if you don't? What if you don't have access to your fingers? Exactly. She had access to her fingers, didn't she? <laughs> Where were her fingers? On her hands. Besides, he could what? have also just strangled. Wait, did he chop them off or something? <laughs> no, but she probably she he must have had her like tied up or something like no, that. No, she no, he just ran at her no, and fucking. Right. Right? He was in the closet. Yeah. yeah he just popped out. Just yeah. like that. I'm in the closet. Well, you, like a could, even, could you, you probably even push your tongue through it. Like you push your tongue hard enough. Oh, if man. You, if your tongue's big enough. <laughs> if it's anything on my dry cleaner, like, <laughs> you can't even get, I can't get my suit home in the rain without it being wet when I get home. Like, I'm not, oh, you suffocated it with a piece of saran wrap. Well, these are better. This is better plastic since 1974. Everything, everything's crappier now. So. Yeah. By the way, yeah, that's Before they... the plastic unions... Were destroyed by Margaret Thatcher. Exactly. Whenever they big photographed her later in the movie, like with the bag on her head, that's how they did the effect. It was sucked into her mouth, but they poked a little hole so she could just sit so there. She so she could actually breathe. So she wouldn't actually suffocate. <laughs> she wouldn't actually suffocate like the character. So, no. okay, so, right, so she gets killed. What? I can't remember where it goes next. Um, then, well, then I've got here, I got the words potty mouth Santa. Was there a Santa that was saying a lot of there nasty was, things? because then the next day... Oh, yeah, day, yeah, yeah. And that's more filler, though, isn't it? I no, mean, well, no, it's the next day, and there's another party going on, but it seems like for community kids. Right. But and the, Claire's the, the, dad Santa arrives. Santa was gross and... Bad. Yeah, Santa's gross. It's, 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 um... Art Hingle. No. Oh. It's the guy with the big curly afro. He's, um, Andrea Martin's boyfriend in the movie. Okay. Her name's Phil. And his name slips my mind, but he's the the boyfriend. It might be Patrick. Or right. Something, yeah. Anyways, yeah. He was anyway, saying. he's Santa, and they're having a party for kids. And at the same time, it cuts to uh, Claire's father, Mr. Harrison, showing up. He's showing up to pick her up. Pick her up, but she missing, hasn't yeah. shown up, and that's where he meets Kier Dulier. Right. He gets hit in the head with a snowball. And right. Kier Dulier. <laughs> I said I'm sorry. Peter, yeah, well, he's a dick. <laughs> he's, yeah, like, he's a total dick. The kids throw a snowball. Here, it's, it's, it's hilarious. It's, it's, it's like an SCTV sketch. The old man gets out of the car at uh, the University of Toronto, immediately gets a snowball in the face, <laughs> and then uh, the guy in his amazing fur coat. It's Joseph in the amazing technical fur coat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So he comes over and he's like, "Hey, sorry, old man." It's not. And, he, and he's like, oh, oh. no, it wasn't. It wasn't Art Hindle. It's like, not Art Hindle in the fur coat. Were you watching the same movie? It's Kira it Dulier. Sorry, it was one of, of the... 2001 fame who played Dave. Sorry, I couldn't he's keep the one who comes. I couldn't keep track out. of all the generic boyfriends in this fucking movie. Well, the, Kira I'm surprised Dulier they even a, have names. Why isn't was... it boyfriend number one, boyfriend number two, and then the guy who's probably the killer? Well, he was particularly douchey. He was the he was well, the hothead. He's the guy who's trying to pressure his girlfriend not to have an abortion. Oh, the penis. Oh, Schroeder. Yeah, yeah. Peter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, and then the old the old man's like, oh, I think I got a bit of snow in my eye. And and then the guy's like, I said I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, at this party for children, there is a drunk kid. Yeah, Margot Kidder's. Margot Kidder's giving the kid giving, booze. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you don't really see that until Mr. Harrison goes over there. He witnesses that. I think it is. Uh, or maybe it might be earlier. Maybe it's with the Santa, but she's like he's yeah. schnackered. But I think she's she's on the phone with somebody. Her parents. Oh right? uh, yeah. Because her parents wanted to go skiing for That's a couple right. of days. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And Olivia Hussey and Phil and Andrea Martin agree to go with her. Right. And then so um yeah I got that and then uh, I have written down here it's a beautiful old house. Too bad there's a killer in it. Yes. Because it was a nice house. It's true. It is a beautiful house. By the way, that townie comment earlier, too, about you can't rape a townie, I think this movie captures a lot of, like, 
class warfare too. I'm not kidding. Snotty, snotty entitled kids, kids from away yeah. coming to a college in a small town and they're making totally crude comments well, the, the, like the, that. The, fun, the funny thing locals. is, like, it's, it's never even really mentioned it's a small town or anything like because it's, it's filmed in Toronto. So it's, it's set in the states, though it's supposed to be so in the hosted, states. but it's never really said where it is or anything like well, that. Well, they so, don't have no. enough. Well, I don't want to give anything away, but at the end, yeah, they this, don't have... This, this, this <laughs> podcast is all spoilers. Don't they, worry about anything. <laughs> at the end, yeah, they don't have enough, uh, like, I don't know, corners? To handle all the <laughs> to bodies. To handle right? all the bodies, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then there's only, like, two. Yeah. And, it's, and, and it's Christmas, too. Wait a minute, have we already skipped to oh, the we're, end? We're, we're done. No. Yeah, final judgments, that's it. No, no. Are we just... actually talking about the end of this movie? No, Because well, I, I actually have some big no, opinions we're not, about No, we're, we're, we're not there yet, no. Are, are we still on uh, the incredibly effective father character? <laughs> well, we're there, and we're just, and I, I, I guess we're, this is where uh, we're introduced to John Saxon as a cop. Oh, uh, okay. I've, I've always loved John Saxon. Yeah. Yeah, and he's uh, he's the only cop on this police force who isn't completely inept. Totally, yeah. Everyone else is like just which bumbling is, fools. Which it was filmed in Toronto, so it's pretty accurate. Oh yeah, yeah. Hopefully, no cops from Toronto are listening to this. Uh oh, you'd be in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> yeah, they'll tear gas me and well, whatever. Um, what about John Saxon? Oh, I, I just this is where we're introduced to him because you know they they've gone to the the police station. Apparently there's there's a there's a candle of bats blue in the police station. I wrote down here. I I, <laughs> I, I haven't seen a candle of bats blue in a long time. You haven't been in Toronto lately, have you? I have not. Well, it's Margot Kidder it's the first drinking thing you see it. She's the drinking it in the police yeah, station. Yeah, they right? go down, but it's before they meet John Saxon, the first cop they deal with. The actor's name slips on mind, but he's one half of Going Down the Road. Oh, it's a. Uh, oh, really? oh no, I his made it. I made a note mind. about he this was guy. Going it, down the road. Doug, Doug McGrath. Doug McGrath. That's yeah. it, and he's an inept. He is. He is hands down my favorite character cop. in this movie. Oh yeah. Well, it's just every time he opens his mouth, he's like he's like Barney Fife. It's, he's just the most... Nash, by the way, is his name. Nash is the right. call. Yeah, that's right. And then, Sergeant and then they, Nash. They, they, they go. They go where um, is it? Uh, Art Hindle's playing hockey, or someone's playing hockey. Yeah. Well, that's uh, after they uh, the first. They make the report to Nash, and he doesn't take it seriously. Right, right. And Olivia Hussey continues to go around asking where Claire might be, and she goes to see Art Hindle, who's playing playing hockey. hockey. Yeah, he's got a great hockey. Oh, mask. okay. He's no, but goalie. here's the thing: is now the cop is 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 played for being a chump. But she's been missing maybe ten hours. Yeah, like, well, oh, it's like oh, and, and he just says, you know, it's usually she's gone to the cabin with her boyfriend or whatever. <laughs> and uh, and but and that on top of the fact that Marco Kidder is just being a bitch. She's terrible. She's like my name is Felatio or whatever. <laughs> she keeps the phone exchange. Oh right, F E L L A I. A lot of phone exchange had had words in them, so or words, yeah. Because like, if if I'm if I'm seriously looking for my missing friend. I'm not dotty. bringing along, yeah. I'm not bringing along drunk, drunk, drunk Lois Lane, <laughs> who's like nothing but a disrespectful asshole to yep. everybody she encounters. Yeah. Why would you know? She's so got why, some issues. So why should the cops say, like, okay, whatever? This is just a bunch of like just a sorority, bunch of asshole students. She's probably mm-hmm. up at the cabin. Whatever cabin. For that fuck's might be. sake, man! If I was Claire, I'd be gone too with my boyfriend up to you know to yeah. to. Whatever weird Ontario cottage country, cottage country, cottage country. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Bracebridge, Tata Magush. No, that's in Nova Scotia. You just made that up. Bracebridge? No, it's a real place in Nova Scotia. Right. Um, but yeah, the cops are like, oh, what a bunch of assholes. But she's been gone like literally overnight. Yeah, but still, you know, her dad came to pick her up. She didn't show up. There's a legitimate cause for concern there, I think. Mm-hmm. And the, the cops should take everything seriously. Yes. Not just like brush people off because they're because they, they're they've inept. got a waisto tagging along with them. Yeah, well, you know, it's one bad apple. 
I'm just saying. I think Nash. <laughs> I think Nash gets kind of gets the bum rap on this. I one. don't at all, and I think again this film is ahead of its time in a way because, or even of its time, because it shows sadly how. That's a real issue. I don't want to trivialize the real issue of missing women out there and stuff, but time and time again, we hear, you know, about missing women even yeah. now. And it, what happened? The cops didn't take it seriously. If it was and, like, if it was a rich white you know, dude, phew, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. And again, I think this film yep. is really like, again, I think it's a legitimate piece of social commentary that they throw in there. The whether they knew are, it, whether they knew it or not. Yeah. I bet, I bet they didn't. I, I bet they I, did not. Yeah, I bet they did not. I, I could see that, though. I think. could see that. Well, I don't think they were like, in 30 years from now, people will look. I think, but I think they did know that, like, missing case and missing Maybe. persons cases aren't always taken seriously, especially when involving young women. I don't know. I just think it was a little more of a plot device just to keep, you know, things rolling along. Like, the cops didn't care, so, you know, they're not going to look into the house, look into the killer and stuff like that. Yeah. I, don't but know. I think it's a criticism of police ineptitude. So the cops are useless, too. so then they go to... Uh, overworked. I don't they know. It didn't seem overworked. There's nothing to do in a small town. You know, break up, you know, you know, parties and orgies and stuff and whatever <laughs> whatever small town people do. That's right. All those small town orgies. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Down at the K and P. And then, okay, and then okay, so we. Yeah, it's a Christmas origin. I it's like this town, movie. Can you tell? Small like town it. Christmas origin. I like orgy. it too. I like it too. I like it a lot, actually. Stuart McLean used to host a, a, an annual small town Christmas orgy. Oh, really? Yeah, Rita McNeil is there. I never uh, liked Stuart McLean, and had I known, I would have probably liked him a little more. Just take off your clothes. <laughs> How about it? Um, so then, what? So hockey. Okay, all the things I remember they this movie see... are not the plot. It's 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 it's, it's specific scenes and certain characters. Yeah. I don't actually know what the fucking story of this movie is. Do she guy wrecks his piano for? Uh... Oh, well, no, that's no, later we're not, on. We're not that's there, later yet. On. I, I, there yet. I really want to talk about that. But guy they now. they go. Uh, but basically, she goes and sees Art Hindle. Uh-huh. Olivia Hussey goes to see um, Art Hindle, the boyfriend of Claire, mm-hmm. and tells him how the cops didn't take it seriously and. Since he seems to be a townie, because he he take they storm right back down to the police station. Right. He totally confronts Nash and uh, Fowler, Lieutenant Fowler, who's uh, John Saxon makes that comment. How's your brother, or how's your mother? I can never make out what he says, but he knows Chris's family. Right. Art Hendel's family. The character's named Chris, and uh, basically decides to actually do something or take it a bit more seriously once a kid that he knows is there. Right, right, him. right. Because they weren't taking the uh, the sorority people seriously. Cause yeah, Nash talent. wasn't taking the sorority people seriously, but now this town yeah, goes kid, back to the class he's probably known this cop all his life. Yeah. Did they mention the phone calls <laughs> the first time they go to the cops? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In that case, yeah. you should probably... Anyways. Well, um, I remember what it is. No, they also got a call... About them, they don't actually. When they go to see Claire, I don't about Claire. I don't think they mentioned they were getting phone calls. It's just that she's okay. missing. But then Olivia Hussey makes a call to the police about the phone calls. Right. Okay. Yeah, so. I've got I've got a drunk Margot with Playboy. Was she with a Playboy? Or was she reading? Yeah, a she's Playboy? reading Playboy and like drinking whiskey. In, I don't know. Yeah. I I, my, I I watched this a week ago, and if I if I watched it last night, I would probably be a little I, more. I honestly don't I remember think, a more. <laughs> I don't think she had very much <coughs> to me. do in this movie. I it wasn't like I thought. Like, all right, she's drunk at first, like cool, and then it's like, what does she actually do? She what, wanted genie for. What this is she film, contributing to really? this movie? What? She really did. She wanted genie for this movie, and uh, it, it was actually a joint prize. Like I said, it's just how they did it in Canada back then. If you look it up, she Everybody won a genie wins. for no. She won a genie best actress for this 
and Sisters. It was oh, the same wow. year as Brian De Palma's Sisters. But that wasn't a Canadian film, was it? No, but she was a Canadian actress in the film. She's so. Canadian? Margot Kidder's Canadian. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. A customer. I, I've heard she... She might be from BC or she lived here for a while because a woman who rents here went to high school with her. Oh, her she, name slips my mind, but a woman who's still a regular. She, she ran into some, uh, she some mental issues. Much later, past, yeah, yeah. Much later, post-Superman, yeah. Yeah. And she turns up in those um, Left Behind movies, by the way. Margaret Kidder does? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, oh. gotta yeah. eat. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. It's just kind of like... You gotta eat. I heard they, they feed you really well on those uh, those sets. Well, one they fish might, one yeah. fish can feed the entire crew. Um, Is that a religious joke? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you ever go to Sunday school even once? That's like the most was, basic Jesus reference. I was forced to go to Sunday school, and I hated it. And uh, I don't remember anything about it. All I remember is uh, trying to figure out ways not to go to well, Sunday see, school. Well, see, that's why you sound so stupid on this podcast. Is that why? Yeah. Is that why? Because I didn't go to... I didn't, I didn't pay attention they to Sunday school. Told, they should have told you like 50 years ago when you were in Sunday school. 50? <laughs> Well, my, like the thing, how could I, how could I take going to church or Sunday school seriously when my parents would take us, my brother and my sister and myself, and drop us off, and then they'd go home. Yeah. Yeah, and then they'd come back and pick us up in an hour. Get some sleep. Uh, yeah, learn you know, about whatever. Jesus. We're going yeah. home to, to have a nap. Yeah, that's what they're doing, having a nap. It's kind of afterwards. Yeah, it was a small town. Um, they're having like a like a Sunday morning orgy. I didn't write anything. It's a two person orgy, but it still counts. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, we had like, better neighbors. than a one person orgy. Was, let me tell you. We had neighbors. Um, so, 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 okay, so now dad, now the ineffectual dad, who's, like, every time I saw him, I just laughed, because yeah. he's just, he's just, I, I should have felt bad for him, because he's looking for his daughter and everything, but instead he's just, like, it's because he gets hit in the face with a snowball, I'm like, <laughs> he ke- is he, he going to slip on a banana peel next? He, he, he kind of reminded me of, uh, of, uh, that, that, that goofy, dorky boss that Tim Conway portrayed on the, uh, Carol Burnett show, you know, the guy who's always... And this is the Wiggins, or yeah, yeah, that guy. He kind of reminded me of that guy a bit. He was just, just so. Anyways, that reminded me. It doesn't remind you guys of it. That's I, right. I just remember Dorf. Yeah, that was, was Cal Burnett, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and the really, really slow guy, the guy who moved very slowly. That might have been the guy. Was that the guy? It was a long time since. No, no, he's like show. a dentist, and he moved very slowly, and that was the joke. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> it was a good show. So, the, so basically, they're going around looking for Claire. Yeah, and they never. And then, okay, so now we. I think we get back to uh, M- Mrs. Drunkenstein or whatever her name is. <laughs> the, and, uh, the house marm. Mrs. Mac. Mrs. Mac. <coughs> like yeah, like mac and cheese, and she's just like, she's always like finding. She has all these hidden places for booze. Yeah. Even though it's clearly established that none of the girls would give a shit if she drank in front yeah. of them anyway. When Did Margot Kidder well, is like. I... Think, I didn't think it was her booze stashed. The way she acts about it, I think she's finding where the girls have. She's stealing oh, no. the girls. Oh. She, I, I, she I, has I no she, reason to hide her booze. I think she had it stashed she's, around the she's house. She's stealing. She's like, oh, like B for booze. Like I think she's. You, I think you're, you're giving she, her too much credit. Why would she spots. think to look in the back of the toilet for booze? Like, well, that's that's where I look. Yeah. As soon as I check into a motel, that's the first thing she's been a dead mother. Right the you never know a dead mother for a long time, yeah, man. A she knows the tricks of the mm-hmm. tree. Yeah. Like she opens a book and there's booze. Yeah. And then yeah, the booze book. Well, it's like you ever see the Lost Weekend, Ray Milland movie from a long time ago, where he's a raging alcoholic and he's got booze. He's a, there's this great scene where he has a like a like a Mickey tied to a string that's hanging out a window just outside of a building. He just reels that in and drinks that. It totally reminded me of of that. Wow, people really had to hide alcohol before 1980. Well, when you're a, a shamed, uh, you know, alcoholic, if you're, you know, then yeah, you do. 
You were hiding it, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so she then gets murdered, as I recall. No, yes. she doesn't. No, 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 she totally gets murdered. She gets that, that the big hook in the head. She starts. The, she's looking for the cat. Well, there's a yeah. There's a scene. There was, there's a scene when that there's a, the cat is licking the corpse. I believe it's probably the, the girl in the in the chair the, with, yeah. the, with the bag on her head. The cat's licking the. The, the cat's yeah. licking the bag. Yeah, the cat's licking the bag. <laughs> I Go love on. that. That was yeah. awesome. That was good. <laughs> that is awesome. So, well, wait. Was the cat actually in the attic? The cat was in the and attic. The, and then, How did and the cat get into the attic? Well, like cat, cats cats go places. They can climb yeah. ladders. Well, there's other ways. They can go through little holes in the wall, stuff like that. <laughs> but you will defend this movie to no end. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Maybe the cat maybe, maybe they had a little tra- cat, little cat trampoline that yeah. she bounced high enough to get into the attic. Yeah. Maybe. Man, yeah. cats are resilient. You didn't hear about that maybe with had, people. Maybe cat, cat hoarders who cat have them running in the cat wall. Cat no, no. The cat, the cat, and that's why the uh, the drunk old lady went into the attic looking for the cat. Amanda, is this how it all went down? Yeah, this is well, why, exactly why, what happened. So why did the drunk lady go into the attic in the first place? Looking for the cat. Looking for the cat. She heard the cat. The cat was licking the bag. I even have written down here. Yeah, but we're... Sk- Wait, the cat was licking the, the cat, bag? The cat, the cat was, was licking the bag. You guys are skipping way too far ahead. You're missing the search party and everything. Oh, yeah, she the search go party. Up, yeah. Oh, right, oh, yeah. the search party, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, Because so. in the meantime, another little girl goes missing, and... But that was unrelated, right? A little girl goes missing... Coming home from school, right. and a the mother party. gets really upset. Goes to Lieutenant Feller, yeah. and they start a search party. So was it was that was that part of the the plot just to distract the cops from the sorority murderer? Because I don't think the mur- that murderer killed a little girl. Oh, right? it is the I same. Is it the same person? person. It's yeah. supposed to le- increase the intensity. You okay. can't have two person. murderers in one small town. This Why not? Person means business. One is the murderer, and there's then there's the monkey. It's like, well, yeah. It's like well, yeah we're, 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 not taking, we're not taking into account the monkey. No, it's like Tim Hortons. You only need one murderer per small town. A second one? Like Tim Hortons? What's the point? What does that mean? We never see two Tim Hortonses in a small town. <laughs> two Tim Hortonses? Yeah. Tim Hortons Sorry, Tim, Tim Horton I. I don't know what the, I don't know what the plural on Hortons well, is. Uh, I don't want to talk about Tim Hortons. <laughs> I was merely comparing it to small town that, serial killers. Well, depending on how small a town is, I bet like well, because then they start they want to kill each other. That's a completely different movie. Yeah. Well, Anyways, the, presumably it's the same guy who killed the little girl. It would make sense. I don't think it's because he was trying to distract from the. Um, no, no, no. Sorority it's not like that. He I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. Someone. And by the way, for somebody who's constantly babbling incoherently on the phone, this this guy's got like a pretty slick plan. Does, you know yeah, what I mean? Kind of. He seems to be just kind of flying by the seat of his yeah. pants, doesn't he? I don't know. He knows yeah. enough to murder a little girl to distract him from the murders he actually wants to commit. No, no. <laughs> but that's not your. That's not it at all. That's not what happened. What? He just what... happened. He's not to distract from anything. He just went out and killed yet another person. Hmm. He just likes killing people. All right. And then, and then going back and hanging out in the attic to make the phone well, calls. He's got a, it's cold out, man. He's got a somewhere. <laughs> it can't be much he's heat. He's got some attic, hot though. chocolate. Well, it's still a, warmer, than, warmer than. He's making s'mores. He's still warmer than you know. Odor. He's known as the s'more killer. Mm. So, how did she die? Who? The old lady. She gets that. She gets the no, big hook. The, the drunk lady. No, oh, she died. Oh, for well, some reason. Hold on. Well, I want to hear Amanda's take on this. All right. I, I've listened to you two knuckleheads for the last like two and a half months. That's true. Yeah, really. Well, it doesn't make any sense. Like she climbs up the ladder, mm-hmm. look for the cat. I think she spots first the dead Claire. Yeah. With yes. the bag. The bag. Uh, and then the next thing that she sees is a giant hook. 
She turns Steaming around. Towards her. Yeah, uh, like right to her head. But why? Like, why? What is the giant hook? Why is the well, giant hook? Lift stuff. <laughs> it's a hook on a pulley to pull stuff up into it's the attic. It's a giant meat hook. It, well, it's, it's a hook. Fr- it's totally sharp. <laughs> it's it's, for, it's like, for getting a rocking, ch- creepy rocking chairs up into the attic where they belong. I, you know, I've been in a number of attics in my life. As everyone has. I'll bet you have. <laughs> I've never seen a giant hook hanging from a ceiling. I've never seen attic. a rocking chair. This, this attic yeah, was, Ever? Or it, just it, in an attic? In an attic. The mm-hmm. attic is very strange, though. Like, the stuff that's up there is really weird. There's, like, a carousel horse. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> rocking like, horse. See, I had a, this no. literary <laughs> reference. I'm like, giant. is that a reference to the rocking horse winner? Which is this... You guys ever read the rocking horse winner? Nope. It's a no. short story you have to read in, like, grade 11. Okay, never mind. Okay, then definitely I was reading too much into that. Oh, I'm like, oh, no. maybe like, it was the rocking horse winner. What's the story? Uh, it's it's about uh, um, it's it, it's a thinly veiled um, creepy me- metaphor for uh, sexual for Ooh. puberty. It's oh. like this kid goes up to the attic, and, and it's in the attic too. Uh, mm. And he rides this rocking horse, and oh. and he rides it like it's a real horse, and then he becomes a man. <laughs> That's how I became this is a man. an old story from like the fifties or sixties. Wow. Interesting, uh, but it, but but we had to watch the movie in uh, in uh, uh, English class, and we all laughed because he was so clearly like masturbating while yeah. writing. Wow. Anyways, but that's not what they were going for in this one. Bob no. Clark. Well, you, there who was, knows? Maybe it was yeah. a throwback. There's also a, a giant old bird cage up there. So yeah. like, what, like, 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 what does that mean? Like, you could basically put an ostrich in it. Yeah. I yeah, think Jim, I think they saw Jimmy Hoffa. I saw his body up there as well. Oh, that's right, yeah. and Amelia Earhart. And Amelia Earhart. That's yeah. right. <laughs> there were so many corpses and, uh, in the attic. Yeah. You know, if you if, if a rat dies in your attic, you're like, Ugh, what's that awful smell? <laughs> but apparently, this guy's keeping like. Well, it's cold up there too. Oh, when these bodies haven't been up there that long. No, they haven't started decomposing yet. It doesn't, yet. It doesn't <laughs> take that long. I think you love this killer. I think you're in love with the killer in this movie. Maybe he's the oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, but... they never fucking tell you, spoiler, but they never tell you who the killer is, which really I, 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 ir- it irritated the shit out of me. I have no, See, I, did, I didn't, I didn't like mind that at all either. Yeah, yeah, I know. You, you and Gene or... Siskel, they fucking, <laughs> Siskel and Ebert loved it because they're like, oh, they don't reveal who the killer is. Yeah. Right? I have to admit, because I was like, "Oh, it's a who done it." I even wrote that. Like, well, I, no, like, it's not a, a mystery. Whole... It's not like a like a dinner mystery or anything like that. It's it's not a who done it. Well, it kind of had the feeling of a who done it. That's a he did it. Um, because I was because these days it's all like the human centipede and saw and all that shit. And it's just well, like, it's, it's like, ah, that. I'm the horrible person, and I'm gonna for, I'm gonna staple your lips to some guy's asshole, and you have to eat his shit. And that's the whole <laughs> movie, right? So that's Forrest Gump you're talking about, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, the director's cut. But um, right, all those missing scenes. But other, it used to be horror movies were kind of like whodunits because it would be like, oh, someone's someone's going around killing all these actors. Um, but of course, in the movie, you don't know they're an actor. <laughs> and, uh, well, they just, and then they, at the they end, just it's, then at the end, it's like, oh, it was old man, old man MacGuffin or whatever, and it's like it was me the whole time. It was Is like that where the MacGuffin comes from? I don't want that at all in the movie. But and besides, we actually have. Skip to part two is Peter's in, is more into the movie at this point too because skip to part two. What does that mean? No, we've skipped a part oh, as sorry, well sorry. is what I meant. There's <laughs> no part. There's a sequel. Do we didn't, we're supposed to watch There's the a sequel? remake, a terrible remake. Yeah, I was about the remake. Andrea Martin plays yeah. the dead mother, and they give uh, a backstory to the killer. Who's uh, who's Peter? 
I don't know who is he, Peter is. He, he was mentioned Peter. Peter. Well, Peter is Kier Dulier, Dave of 2001. So that's his, his character's name is Peter. Peter, okay. yeah. He's, 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 he trashes his own piano. But at this point, he, uh, you found out he and uh, Olivia Hussey, like, she needs to talk to him about something important. Yeah. yeah. And again, Which, one of the most just influential pregnant. things about this movie, we've all seen Empire Strikes Back. Everyone <laughs> sucks. No, I have Harrison Ford. For you know, everyone sucks. Harrison Ford. For doing that, that. Everyone, everyone, <laughs> We've all seen Empire Strikes Back. Take two. Everyone just wants to pat Harrison Ford on the back for the Before greatest improvising, improvis, improvised line ever. Yeah. They always say when Leia says "I love, I love you" and he goes "I know." Yeah. This film did it first, and I guarantee you, he took that line from this movie. Peter says "I love you, Jess," and she says "I know." Yeah, oh. I thought that was cold. Yeah, yeah, well, it, yeah. It, it totally predicted Empire Strikes Back. That's I bet you right. ten yeah, bucks. Harrison Ford. If I ever meet Harrison Ford, I'm going to say to him, "You got that line from Black Christmas." He's going to punch you in the and face. going to punch him in the face. Yeah. He's going to feel so exposed. When we are, <laughs> when, right. when are you? This is bigger than Harrison Weinstein. Ford? Oh, oh it'll happen. I almost met Harrison Ford <laughs> once. Did you? Really? Yeah, this pizza place. Uh, down like Denman. Really. Oh, yeah, I know. He had just left oh. when I went in. Could you still how, smell him? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what she like knew. It's the only way to know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> someone said to you, someone said to Amanda, starstruck. Harrison Ford was here, and she said, I know. <laughs> I know. I would have kept his placemat. <laughs> if it was a family restaurant, I don't they would, think, it was uh, a maze. And he doesn't even make it to the maze because he's too dumb. Um, so where are we in this movie anyway? Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay, we're talking so, about this movie, right? So, so we got the cat licking the corpse. The old lady's yeah. been strung up on the hook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, okay, so now so now the piano man enters the picture. But the search party oh, has found the no, body. He's, he's already he's already trashed yeah, the, the piano. Yeah, the search party was a fucking no. Red there herring. was one weird part about the search party when Andrea Martin's in the kitchen and she looks out the window and there's like two guys staring at her. Oh, that. <laughs> that's after. Is that a, this that's is, after they find the body? Well, because. Right. Search part, oh, yeah. oh, they stay out searching. Oh, going, yeah, because now, 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 now okay. it's a lynch mob. Yeah, it, it, it gets kind of weird here. I've got like uh, like um after after the the search part, I've got something I have written down. I have weird, gross proposal with a great rejection. Does anybody know what that means? Oh yeah, I know. I, 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 gotta, I gotta take better notes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh right. What 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 happened? I I need to refresh it. Uh, you don't. There was like a full dialogue that was, happened. Yeah. And yeah, he wants to marry her. Right. And like get her to quit school. And he's Peter, he, and have his baby. And oh, have yeah, but he's really he's being kind of really gross and creepy. Well though, he right? is really gross and creepy. Yeah. He's, now he's a yeah. Aren't we skipping something then? Well we are skipping. He doesn't do that yet. Yeah her the piano the piano recital. She tells oh, him she's pregnant well, and wants to have an abortion. No, the, and it's right before his recital and it's screwed. Oh, and he, right. he fucks up the recital, yeah. doesn't get accepted to where he wants to get accepted he bombs to. The recital. And then he smashes his fucking piano. Oh yeah, but I told like, it, like a big baby. Can we we'll talk about that I, I, okay, so the so this is I want to talk about the proposal scene because it's that, that's one of the smarter elements in the movie I thought was that particular scene. But that happens a little later. Yes. First, he's she comes in and says we had to talk about something. She kind of looks down at her, at her belly, belly, goes like, eh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like, oh no. And like, I, so what I wrote, in fact, I hadn't made a single note. Which is probably why I don't know what the hell's going on in this movie. I didn't make <laughs> an, a single note until, so during his recital, I wrote, 
that's one sweaty pianist. <laughs> Take off the green turtleneck and the tweed blazer. Yeah, he's like, like sweating like a, like a dog, like a pig dog. It's there's like he's he's wearing a fucking green turtleneck and a tweed blazer. We want to impress. He's 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 dressed like Herb Tarlick for this thing. Winter time. And, He's but indoors. He's, but they he's have inside, electricity, he's <laughs> and, and he's he's sweating so much. It's like hitting the keys and fucking. This it, it's probably why he fucked up. You're indoors right now. You're indoors right now, and you're wearing a hoodie. I didn't see you wearing that hoodie. Yeah, but I'm not. But summer. I'm not wearing a tweed blazer. And well, he's not playing the piano. Will you allow sure. any dissenting opinion? <laughs> that is. Overall, I like the movie. I know we're supposed to save our, our opinions until the end. Oh, by the way, I, li- I think this is also incredible because very few films at that time had pianos. Maude wearing was, tweed blazers. This predated Maude <laughs> addressing abortion on network television to actually have a woman saying, I'm going to have not have this baby, it's my choice, and shut the dude out who's trying to be all controlling is ahead of its time. But this is, this, is also, okay. this is also around the, 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 time, the time of Roe v. Wade, though, of right? Of course. Yeah. So this is, it's, it's, a, it's probably a very popular opinion to it, express. I, I, but I gotta ask, based on this guy's recital, it wasn't the fact that she said or suggested that she was pregnant. Like, she doesn't really say it. Uh, no information that you tell a person could make them play piano that badly. <laughs> he fucking sucks. Maybe he's, maybe at he first sucks. I thought, oh, maybe he's like a Glenn Gould genius, and I'm just too dumb to get in, get in on the fucking the piano hipness. And then I realized because that's a thing. I know. Is, is it because he's thinking about the abortion so much? He's yeah. like, oh, <laughs> I think he's a blamer. He's a blamer. He's obviously. Using that, she could have just. She may not even have mentioned abortion or whatever. She could have just said like, "I'm unhappy in our relationship," and he would have blamed her. Yeah, yeah. He's also a shitty penis. We're having yeah. crap dinner for dinner. I think he's also cracking up and sweaty because it's a his maniac control freak side. And he's wearing too so many clothes. He's wearing a green <laughs> turtleneck and a fucking tweed blazer. Look, I don't under, go, under a hot I light. Never go, I have a hard time going on stage wearing like just like an ordinary suit jacket and a tie. That's why you're always I naked get, on stage. I get quite sweaty. Yeah, I was wearing a diaper. But, a thong. But, and, 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 I've and, seen you in a thong on stage. But it, it wasn't a tweed, a tweed, a tweed green thong. tweed thong. <laughs> Actually, it was a green. What does that have to be green? green <laughs> it was a green. It had <laughs> leather green. patches on it too. I won't say where. At any rate, so he so he blows it and whatever. We assume that he's kicked out of the academy because he sucks. And then his yeah. response is, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll ruin this $30,000 piano. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Like, okay. That was awesome. What an idiot. Yeah, you're a dickhead. Yeah, just a little, a little baby. Well, he is a dickhead. And then, yeah. okay, so that, and so then. Well, he, yes. <laughs> he was expressing his, expressing his yeah. passion, was he? Yeah. yeah. So, so was Jeffrey. Like frustrated Nashi. artist, you guys. Mm. So wow. he then, so all of this is a precursor for the creepy um, marriage proposal. Right. Which is a very possessive. He's he's just like, you know, you. Well, I, I wish he, I could. Remember. By the way, he has to, he, he, but before like you can have my baby, and I'll like will. And and he doesn't seem to get that she just doesn't want any of that. Like, she has a yeah. great, she has a great rejection. Also, she I can't remember either. But keep in mind, she's gotten another <laughs> phone call by this point. She's gone home. Right. She's gotten another phone call, right. and he's hiding upstairs. And he comes down and scares the shit of her after she gets the phone. <clears> call. No, he was having a nap. Well, he was having a nap. Yeah, that's right. He wasn't. And that's it. when the creepy proposal comes up. Right? Yeah. So okay. this is. Am so I what's right the rejection? Remembering this creepy proposal remember. happens in front of the very creepy Christmas tree that they had in the house. Well, it is in the house, so probably. You, the like I, was it a, was what, it a, a was creepy so Christmas creep, tree? What was so creepy about the Christmas tree? Oh, uh, looked like it was like encased in the cocoon. <laughs> really? <laughs> I think yeah, it's, I think it was, it was called like, tinsel. Another no, alien it was reference. Just like, 
fully like white and globby. Was it? I don't really <laughs> remember that. That's a, one awesome. of those, it was, was it one of those horrible plastic Christmas trees from like Goodfellas? It was like a normal Christmas tree, but just covered in shit. Covered in shit. Yeah, it was very weird. That is a weird but thing. I think, it, tree. I think yeah, I remember this scene was a super intense scene, and also it was taking place with this Christmas tree hovering around. Which is like grossing me out. Everything in this movie. All Christmas trees are kind of disgusting. Everything in this movie has an element of creepiness to it. Yeah, yeah, and like it, just like the, the even the the, the 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 boyfriend, just the, the the look and the tone of it, and yeah, it's like everything's got a creepy vibe. The creepy Christmas tree. The, yeah, it was not a normal Christmas tree. It was not a normal Christmas tree. No. No. It would have been great if the killer had turned his victims into Christmas trees or ornaments. Yeah, like like covered them in. That That's must have been so done in some brilliant. movie. That, I know it wasn't great, eh? Like well, a let's star, try it. Like a star coming think, out the top of their head. Like, yeah. Oh my god, this is bulbs for eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ho- hooks. Yeah, the hooks. Out. Yeah, yeah, that would, that would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> so then they have a fight, and then I think Andrea Martin and a couple of them come home. And they're like, hey, uh, asshole boyfriend, how you doing? And he just like slams the door. And no, they stalk- just come back. And by the way, oh, we also and, forgot and the point that Margot Kidder's gone to bed by this point, too. Because she's drunk. She went to bed before the house mother got the hook in the head. Right. We forgot about that, too, because she had an argument earlier where she where she just goes on a oh, drunken rant. Oh, into no, a no, 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 creepy she, room. And she goes to her bedroom. Creepy room, there you go. It's got weird. that skull design on the wall and all the glass <laughs> unicorns. Like strange glass yeah. unicorns. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, like, totally, like, bludgeonable... Um, Objects that she collects. Oh, yeah. I could be murdered with this sharp, heavy thing. Uh, no, she, yeah, she's talking shit or something at a, like a party where she's. Just like, oh yeah, she's that's talking so shit weird. that everyone's gonna blame her. That Claire's dead and everyone's gonna blame her. I don't know. Her. I think I might have wrote something. Your notes look way better than my notes. I can't that's even read my notes. Mrs. Mac gets a hook in there. Uh, Amanda's notes are color code. Well, see, when I when I do when I take my notes, I take my I write them in the dark because I like watching movies in the dark. And I, I, I illuminate it with my phone if I have to write something down, but yeah. the, the light only lasts for a few seconds. Yeah. And then I can't read anything. Even a scary square. movie like this, I had all the lights on. Oh. That was so scary. But I've got, I've got, um, I've got this, apparently, I've got, why are the cops laughing? A girl was murdered. Like, the cops are having a laugh, <laughs> a, a laugh while they're searching for the murdered girl or something like that? Is that... No, the cops laughing about the fellatio. The fellatio, right. Yeah, the... Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That fellatio jerk. Joke just took like three minutes oh, of the God. whole film. I just kept yeah. going, and yeah, it did not pay off. off. It had legs. No, it really that didn't. joke. It paid off. I, I can't. You, oh, you can't. You can't not defend this movie. <laughs> it wasn't funny. <laughs> it's just like, no, uh, yes, hey, officer, officer moron, can you come in here and like, it's something dirty, isn't it? I love that moment. You know what? I, I kept hearing the the Barney Miller music. Wow. Like every Ba-da-da-da. time you saw these cops, I'm like, if I was a murderer, that is totally the town I would move to. I'd be like, oh, yeah. there's like one sensible yeah. human being John in the Saxon. entire. I met John Saxon. I've got a I've got a photograph what? of him in Where? Uh, at uh, one of the Cinemortes. Wow. Yeah, he came to a party at my house actually after uh, the closing. Look at you. Yeah. You got the bloody hatch Holy award. shit. Yeah, and I've got a picture of him and my friend uh, Kayla, and we're standing in my backyard in front of one of my pot plants. <laughs> yeah, All right. A, if you if next time you're at the candy store, um, yeah. it's on the wall there. I'll go. And what's yeah. your address where these pot plants can be found? Oh, they're long gone, my friend. <laughs> okay, I've got I've got a note here. I was holding I, them for and a I friend. don't know what point of the movie it is, but. Somebody calls the police station, and then Nash says, 
Well, miss, we're very busy here. There's been a child murdered in the park. <laughs> and that's when they're all laughing, right? <laughs> that's about the those, those, phone those, calls. Those, those obscene phone calls are probably just your boyfriend playing a prank. That's right. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> Uh, so she's like, oh my god! Like, and he doesn't even really listen. Like, I got it's like yeah, I, I got a cat in a tree or whatever, or you know, or, or there's domestic abuse across the street. It, it says it's like, oh well, we're very busy here. There's been a child murder. Nobody would no. Go, the like, cops would never say that. Like, oh, I can't, I'm, I'm gonna be home at like midnight because this fucking <laughs> this kid got murdered. Stupid kid. Those obscene phone calls are probably just your boyfriend playing a prank which yeah. i guess in the 70s all right so it, it plays they to, were to calling add, all to the take... time people prank phone yeah, calls but, well, no, but, no, 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 but not like this it, it plays to alex's like original contention that like this is the cops something of a scathing indictment of the toronto police department in the, in the mid-1970s they're not taking it seriously wait a second i have a note here that Early says cops shot in ass the yeah, like, cop, cop got shot oh, yeah, in the ass. Yeah, he got shot in the ass. Yeah, that happens around then. It's always that's funny. a moment. That's always no, funny. that's a little bit later when uh, that's again after they start ta- tapping the calls. But they don't shoot. He got shot in the ass. Who, in the, shot, who in the, shot him? No, in the past. They show the, the guy. No, no, no. He's the got the his cops pants brought down. in later. Who's been shot in the ass? He was probably part of again the search party. They're doing like small town orgy. property searches and stuff, and some paranoid old guy shot him, thinking he was an. Oh, oh, the, oh, that, right, oh yeah, yeah, the old prospector. I forgot about yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't care if I shot. It's like this is how this is how small town it is. It's like you shot a cop in the in the ass. I don't care if he was a police officer. No one comes on my land. You live in downtown Toronto. It's my it's my, my condo. <laughs> Like, and they're just like, oh, that's just old man Nakuts. Yeah. Like, he he shoots uniform police officers. This is the way it was in 1974. Yeah. It was wild times. Wild West. When Andrea Martin was 20. Yep. Okay, so where does the story go from here? I can't remember. Well, where were we at with the, uh, well, she's, this uh, leads Uh, to uh, the creepy proposal. Yeah, creepy proposal. That's when she gets off the phone with the cop who says it's just, you know, your boyfriend's I think let's let's, let's move this thing along. We don't need to get mired in the the small details. So now it's who's in the house. This is really where push comes to shove. Almost all the girls have left the house to go on their Christmas vacation. There's only a few girls left. And Mrs. Mack said she was going away too, so they assume she's she's gone. gone. She's not. So they, they don't. They don't think she's hanging in the attic on a meat hook. It's no. uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's what it's Olivia Hussey and Andrea Martin, and we assume Margot Kidder. Yeah, she's asleep in her she's bed. A, yeah, yeah, sure, she's, she's asleep, passed yeah. out. She sure is asleep. Now I have I have written I have written here. Um, gave me asthma. And then creepy Christmas Carol. Oh because, yeah, there's an asthma attack. Right. Yeah, because oh, right. she has an asthma attack. Who's she? Margot Margo Kidder has right. an asthma yeah. attack and. Uh, the, sorry, uh, she runs upstairs. Livia Hussey runs upstairs and helps her through the asthma attack. She says, I had a dream that a stranger came into my room. I guess that's what gave me the asthma attack. Uh-huh. She goes to the puffer and calms her down, but actually the guy is in the room. Right, already. he's in the room with the, yeah. He's hiding. Yeah. Then she goes back downstairs and the Christmas Carol starts. the door and they're, they're creepy. And then like everything he, else in this fucking room. Utterly, he <laughs> kills her it with takes an ornament. so long. Right, a unicorn. A glass a unicorn. A glass unicorn. Brilliantly filmed. But brilliantly. I have also written down here. What if the unicorn wasn't there? Well, then Margaret Kidder survives the movie. No, he no. could have 
magic Maybe eight ball. Maybe strangled her or punched her <laughs> yeah. to death. What? Like, what did he... <laughs> Who knows? What do you like? But that just follows the old rule Chekhov once said, the great Chekhov, you know? If you, if, if, if you I don't the, mean... The guy from Star Trek. Not the guy from Star Trek. If you show but, a crystal hey, unicorn, you, it has to... If you show a shotgun yeah. in the beginning of the movie, you gotta, you yeah. better go off. If you show a crystal so unicorn, you, it, yeah. you have to have Margot Kidd. Chekhov would have approved <laughs> of the tightness of this screenplay. It's airtight. I don't. It's not. It's far from airtight. It's far from airtight. It, it's it's more like um, it might keep bugs out. Oh, and then and then and then and then they're they're starting to take the the, the phone calls seriously. So they have the the old old timey technology. They're trying to trace the calls. They got the right. guy running through banks. Oh, of, okay. of, of, I was amazing. Yeah, I love, I love okay. it. I love these scenes. Me too. I actually so I wrote down here. Love yeah. the scenes of trying to trace the calls. Yeah, because yeah, they're, they're, they're making noises and whirring and there's lights and, and there's yeah, and he's got to find out and it's yeah. like it's so impossible really. <laughs> and this is a small town. Can you imagine what it was like for a fucking city? Yeah, like that's that's crazy. Is that how calls? Do you think that's how it really worked? Yeah, back in the day. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It was all it was all landlines. I had really... to, you know there, there was no you know satellites and shit like that. So that scene was so bizarre. Yeah. Like that room was. By so the weird. way, they also uh, Lieutenant Fuller. Yeah, they comes back to the house. To investigate the prank phone calls, Margot Kidder's already dead, and they just leave her alone in the room. He's like, he's like, is there anyone else in the house? Oh, she's asleep in there. Is that the one was here earlier? It's almost like the whole movie. There's a perfect storm of events that allow this to happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then they decide to just leave her alone. Don't even go so check on they, they set up the. The, well, because he's even like, was that the one at the station earlier? Yeah. Oh, we better let her sleep because they don't want to talk to her. Hammered to be a mouthy. Yeah. yeah. Mouthy. I always like that uh, that term, mouthy. <laughs> okay, and I can't remember what, what the dad is doing at this point. I, I, he just sort of disappears. He's not really, yeah, he's not really there at this point. So I guess this is where it gets down to the wire, and it's Andrea well, Martin and... Well, it's in that, well at the, they're, they're back at the cop shop I have here, and, and I, I one thing I noticed about the cop shop is like, it's like they, they filmed it in my rec room. Like, there's the yeah. shittiest-looking cop. cop yeah, yeah. Co- I got a cop shop, of course. That's what you call it back in Ontario back in the day. It was a cop shop, yeah. not police station. That's why you... But, uh, yeah, it was, like, the most shabby-looking, you know, like uh, like that, that shitty laminate wah, fake wood paneling. And, you know, like it's just they looked, it looked terrible. And, back. and they're still good. taking the piss out of Nash because <laughs> he doesn't know what fellatio is. And in, in quotes I have, in quotes <laughs> I have, I have, he's an artist. He's really high strung, so I imagine they're referring the to the Talk pianist. About, the yeah. pianist. Yeah, because he, are they, they are start they, tapping the calls, and they, are and they, they, they overhear suspect, suspecting him. Yeah, they start tapping the calls, and the first obscene phone call isn't long enough. Mm-hmm. But then the second phone call is actually from Peter. Right. So they listen in on it, and Peter, yeah, the cop has already encountered what? him once back at the house. Peter was storming out just as they showed up to to st- talk about tapping the phone, and. Um, yeah, basically, uh, he, they listen into the phone call where Peter is going off on Jess about wanting to keep the baby and stuff. But he, but he uses the expression, kill the baby. Can't kill the baby, yeah. And, and so the cops are like, kill the baby, this must be the murderer. Well, no. Sort well, of. Yeah, also, but also in the phone call previous to that, the, the, the obscene phone call makes a reference to, like, getting the wart removed. And that's how Peter mm. describes... Her wanting to abort the baby right. in the house earlier, so it's like either it's Peter or the guy overheard Peter use the expression right, right. and is throwing it into the phone. That, so, that ties into. So while this is going on, Andrea Martin, as I recall, 
It goes to check on on uh, Margot Kidder. On Drunko. And yeah, she, and and she meets her fate. Meets her fate. And then, it's a great little and, and they don't even yeah. show you what happens to no, her. They just, no, they just show them piled in a bed together. Well, the, right? No, well, the door closes. Yeah. It's actually it's she quite a good scene. She glances over to the left and her mouth... She oh, walks yeah. She walks in to um, um, Lois Lane's room. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can never remember her fucking name. Margot Kidder. And uh, she, yeah, she just kind of looks over her shoulder and she, like... And then the door kind of the yeah. door slams. It's 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 it's, it's great. It's, it's, yeah, it's really That's well kind done. Of a, about all of the murders in this movie, though, is that you never really see like well, in graphic detail no. what happens. Well, the, the, like, the, I think well the only one really is when the the first one when she gets the plastic put over her head and suffocates and suffocates. Even her. that but is even it, it, so like, restrained. Yes. It, 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 yeah, it all happens in like five seconds. Yeah. Like it takes. I, I would assume it takes longer to. Suffocate somebody? Yeah. Yeah, I can hold my breath longer than five seconds. So, <laughs> like, so yeah, I mean... The, or you can't? Not, even, not if you keep smoking pot. Even the <laughs> right, meat Dad, hook. Like, the meat hook, you're... You just see the legs. It's yeah, brilliant. It's her legs really go up through the trap door. Also, and her shoe falls off. Also, I wonder why they didn't find strange. the shoe. Yeah. Oh, but, you know, but weird, he may right? have come down the stairs. And so, again, so again, then, he may have done this. It's like the, the, the cat may have ran It's my second favorite shoe falling off ever in a movie. My first favorite shoe falling off in a movie... Seriously, have you ever seen Scarface? Omar, played by F. Murray Abraham, gets hung out of a helicopter. Yeah. And when they fly away, his shoe falls off. That's my favorite <laughs> shoe falling off ever in a movie. My second favorite wow. shoe falling off in a movie is, I just, I the, did, is did, Mrs. Mack and Black Christmas. Didn't know you had a list. Yeah. I have a list. What's your, what's your third? Shoes you, keep, falling off. you keep waiting for There's the only two that That's I... That's so weird, because <laughs> I saw a shoe fall off in a film yesterday at Beaches. <laughs> wow! But it doesn't you fall off. It, she yesterday? just like knocks it off of the bed. Okay, oh. it's not like, like she's getting killed. It's like, like a boot. It's yeah, not like F. Murray ever misses. But it fell, and Matt. I was like, "Oh, that seems unintentional," but I guess it works. Wow. They left it in. Now I'm I'm trying to think of all like of scenes of <laughs> yeah. shoes falling <laughs> off, and I'm sure I've seen falling. hundreds, and I can't remember any of them. And I just keep waiting for the second shoe to fall. Um. So that okay. So now we're down. I've said we're down to the wire. Three times. Actually, uh, so I, I also have written here that Alex mentioned before, um, McHenry's sister's record. I guess this is when we yes. see the the record from There's, the house. But that's why I don't know why why I wrote this down. McHenry's well, it is like it seems important. There's yeah. a close up on it. There you can see the phone, and you're, oh. you know you're in the room with the killer at this point, but you don't see him. He's off screen. Right. And there's the phone is right beside it, and there's this framed photograph right beside it, which is like an ad or like some sort of like handbill or right. something for this McHenry sister. Because yeah, I even put a question mark because I was wondering why that yeah, was there. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. Why? I mean, I see. I didn't notice it because why by is that? Way. Why is that important? <laughs> well, there's a complete close up on it. Like, oh yeah. It's like because yeah. the, the camera on lingers this, on it. Yeah. On this one, and you're like, well, this is where we see the yeah, McHenry sister's is, record. It's totally inconsequential, yeah, but it's my... just like explaining who, what her origin is. And she's totally already dead, and she's yeah. been dead the whole movie. So who cares? But yeah. they decided to. It, it's kind of a weird. There. It's kind of a weird detail to throw in. It's really it is. Crazy. It is really detail. cool. Yeah, yeah. It is. Also, there's another terrifying moment too. Is before Andrea Martin gets it upstairs, mm-hmm. she's in the living room with Olivia Hussey, and they're talking to Lieutenant Fuller. About whether or not on the phone, about whether or not um, Peter did it, like and what was said in that phone call and stuff. The whole time they're talking, 
you can see in the background Ode in the hallway like a shadow moving all over the place like the killers oh. totally oh, right, right behind them yeah yeah you see, in you, that there's, scene. there's lots of scenes when when the killers on the top of the sta- staircase and watching somebody on the phone yeah and moving around up yeah. there but you can but it's not even that they're literally like here in the foreground and in the background it's really prominent the shadows moving all over so the is, place. He, like is, is, is he is he getting right co- is he getting room. cocky is that is it getting the, is cocky it? or he's waiting to strike or just listening in on what yeah. they because, know because someone could just turn around and see that it's true it's the same when the when he's at the top of the stairs and then uh, people are on the phone oh know, yeah and he thinks so anyone could just turn around and see him he there. is being cocky so he's being yeah. a little cocky because if they saw if they if someone saw him there there's no way he could do anything because they'd be out of the house before yeah. he could get down the stairs in theory yeah. and i think just killing people in period is cocky well so yeah. the fact that he would take that extra stuff to just spy yeah. Yeah. Not, not too much more cocky i also have written written well, down here which i could which could have been said at any moment in the film cop is an idiot so I imagine the cops were doing something stupid at this point. Which it's getting cop? near the end. I don't know. This is cop is an idiot. Oh, okay. Yeah. So let's get the, this is let's, let's, oh, cut, let's cut to the chase. We're getting down yeah. to the end here. Okay. Yeah. So so then you know your boyfriend. What's his name? He came to your house. <laughs> oh, John Saxon. Yeah, John Saxon yeah. is like, oh, I know what's going on. He told me to call him John. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> call me Johnny boy. No, just John. Okay. So they figure out that. Creepo murderer whoever is in the is like in the attic or in the house or whatever. Well, they only do they do another phone call, another yeah. phone call, and they trace it. They, tra- they, they finally trace, trace this one. And yeah. he's like, "You idiot! No, that's that's the that's the that's where the phone the call is going to." And they go, "No, no, that's also where it's coming from." He's like, "Boo!" Yeah. By the way, I love those scenes. Me too. Where, where, where they're where he's running. I wish there was bit more of that and when i was watching it i I remembered that scene from when i saw it the first time i remember just how creepy it is when they tell you it's coming from in the house and just that just that that feeling of insane fear so then john saxon phones up uh uh nash Nash, doug mcgrath rick nash and goes uh all right i know you're a fucking idiot (laughs) 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 but here's what i need you to do you moron. <laughs> Phone the house. Don't fucking tell them anything. Just tell her to get the fuck out of the house. And if she asks why, just say, just say just that doesn't house. matter. Yeah, Which made me wonder why... Uh, why Because uh, um, he's five minutes why, away. Why, why Johnny Boy was didn't just say... Get the other cop on the line. Well, no, no, no. no, no or, or, like, I know it's like, okay, we traced the call and it's in the house. Don't tell the girl that he's in the house. He could have just said, call the girl and tell her to get out of the house. And not tell him anything. Don't tell him anything, because yeah. he's clearly he's an idiot. A, he, he's That's why I have written here, cop is an idiot. He's Barney Fife. Yeah. And it only takes maybe 10 seconds of questioning. <laughs> yeah, but, but, he, but he cracks. Say, I really need you to just, just do what I say and don't ask any questions. Which doesn't put your alarm up at all. It's like, yeah. when, it's like when somebody says, um, don't take this the wrong way, but and <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. guaranteed to take it the wrong way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, just do you what like I the say good news and the don't ask news. any questions. Leave the house immediately. Um, Why? Well, like, well, this is in the fucking house, <laughs> right? Like, like, yeah, this guy, this guy, he can't keep a secret for. No. You know what? There's never been a surprise party at that uh, police station that went off. No, because Nash always, because Nash yeah. is always like, yeah. we're planning a fucking surprise party. Don't tell Nash. Whatever you do, don't tell Nash. And she, and she's a hero though. Are surprise parties like a cop thing? Like, do they do that? Well, no. It's just there's always somebody who spills the beans on the surprise party. Also, you know, yeah, you can't, you can't do like a surprise party on, uh, yeah, because are... they'll just start shooting. <laughs> um, in, like in LA, 
Atlanta. Well, you know, at this point in the movie, I'm wondering, you know, like, why... With the, the police came to the house. They've been in the house before. Why didn't they search the whole fucking house? Why don't they search anywhere? Yeah. Like... Well, they didn't think the phone calls were... Doesn't matter. Like, like, about so, the like, missing girl, you search, mean. Yeah. Search the Fair whole enough. house. Yeah. That's, you know what? That, they, that's what we do. But again, I always thought... Shoddy this, police this work. Film, shoddy police work. Yeah. They, they spend indictment more, of the... the indictment uh, of sloppy police they spend, they spend more time... Honestly, They Toronto, spend more time in the house... <laughs> Bedford, specifically. <laughs> they spend more time in the house looking for the fucking cat than that's, any of the people uh, who and are it, missing. Who and the cat's upstairs licking the corpse. Everybody. Not the cops. Now you're making it sound like... You're making it sound like the cops were looking for the... Cat, they weren't. <laughs> Mrs. Mack was looking for the cat. Mrs. Mack went looking for the cat. Uh, uh, was uh, not uh, expecting uh, to Claire see the cat looking for the went, corpse. Everyone goes yeah. looking for the cat, but when people go missing, no one goes looking for the people. Well, it's just like, oh, where's the, the cat? Never go looking for a cat. If you're in a movie or anywhere, never go looking for the cat. No, because, or, uh, then no, you're no, no, no. If you're in a movie, keep the cat around your neck. Yes, that's so, a good place so, to keep so a cat. You, so when you go missing, they go looking for the cat. So now we get down to it. She knows. He's in the house. Amanda, take it away. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, she, of course, she's not going to leave her best friends upstairs. They're still up there. So she, what, uh, she grabs... She grabs a thing, doesn't she? A fireplace poker. Fireplace poker and, you know, goes upstairs. Oh, opens the door, sees... A pile of dead friends. Yeah, a couple of dead friends, smashed unicorn, glass unicorn. Uh, I think she sees him. I think she sees the killer. I can't remember. She does. runs. He's gl- she like runs. No, she he, collapses oh, and he's like looking a, through the crack of the door. Because no, oh, you yeah. never, you the never see the jar and he's looking through the hinges. Eye. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's so gross. Oh yeah, the oh, creepy right. eye. Absolutely. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, she takes off. He grabs her by the hair. Right? Yeah. Ooh, good move for so a killer. scary. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's terrifying. Yeah, that's terrifying. I don't know why you girls. That's why. That's why I have. That's, that's why I have short hair. Yeah, I, I yeah. think I blacked out too because now I don't remember. That's <laughs> why I went. What bald. happens after? Doesn't he chase her and he, she has to go up into the attic? No, I think? she goes to the basement. She goes to. The, oh, she goes to the basement. What happened to the fireplace? Why did she leave the house? Uh, I don't know. Oh, she keeps the fireplace okay. poker. She, she couldn't get out. She's trying to get out of the door. Oh, he's grabbing It's it. all locked, and she he gets so close, she starts to run. Right. He grabs her hair, and then she goes down to the basement which and is locks kind of, it, which she is, still has the fireplace right. poker. This is a throwback to what you were saying earlier, Amanda, about that weird scene where the two guys show up. Yes. Because the, because Andrea Martin and and uh, Olivia Hussey. Hussey um, the Havilland. Kind of laugh at these two yokels. They're like, "Well, all right, Miss, we're gonna keep on looking for the murderer. Make sure you lock the door." And they're like, "All right, whatever, you fucking moron." And they close the door. And then she, and then she goes, "Oh, wait a minute, this is the only door that's been locked all day." Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a great moment. And so they go around. Lock, I assume they went around locking they all the lock windows and all doors. the doors. And what's because really freaky about that moment there. is while they're yeah they're locking themselves in the house with the guy. And to remind you of that. You see a shot with no explanation of Margot Kidder's door shutting. Mm. And that's what prompts Andrea Martin to go up and check on her. The door ah. shuts. It's a wreath with like little liquor bottles because he's in the I bedroom. I love that wreath, by the way. I want one. Shuts yeah, we should, we should yeah. have one. Yeah. We should totally like that have door a shuts. liquor bottle wreath. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we have that? So but for that reason, because they locked the door, she can't get the fucking... The, the, yeah, the, I think, she I think locks herself in the she house locks herself, the Well, it takes too long to unlock it and the guy's coming. Yeah. So she runs down to the basement. Now... So, okay, so now she's in the basement. Mm. The cops are on their way. 
Uh, and they seem to be taking their sweet fucking time. It's a small town. You'd think they'd be there in like seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like two blocks away. Yeah. It's not small enough. Not small enough. But, maybe they're, maybe they're on foot. Hill Street Blues was on. They were, wait, right. It, <laughs> it, it was the it? last episode. Yeah, it was important. Um, so she's down in the basement, and maybe she's been chased by the creepy murderer? She has been chased by but the But do, doesn't she like she, sleep through a window she locks herself. No, she no. hides in the basement, and she locks That's right. the door. Which is weird that the basement door would have a lock on the inside, but I don't give a shit. She locks herself <laughs> in the basement. You and have to, you have to wonder about that, though. He's well, there could be a lock on both sides of the door. You never know. Have you ever seen a door with a lock on both sides? Maybe. Maybe in the old days they did old houses. A like basement that. door that locks on the inside. Well, anyway, she locks herself in. <laughs> That's a terrifying. Well, it may have been a basement suite briefly. It doesn't matter. She's locked herself in, and he's pounding the door, <laughs> making all those freaky sounds. Hey, hey, yeah. Mommy. No, that's on the phone. He doesn't say oh, that sorry, to the door. Right. Yeah. He's kicking the door. He can't get in, and then he seems to march away, and you hear a door close. And then, and, 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 then the boy, and then Schroeder shows up at, at the window. <laughs> oh, Schroeder. What? Is it Peter. Schroeder or Schrader? Schroeder. Schroeder. <laughs> totally Schroeder. He's blonde and he's a bad pianist. Yeah. But Schroeder never destroyed his piano in anger in Charlie Brown, did he? Well, uh, Peanuts was a prequel to leading up to this. Silent Night, Evil Night. Black oh. Peanuts. Or, or Black, Black, Black Penis. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Black. Oh my God. Right. Yes, please. That is Black Penis. <laughs> <laughs> he's totally Schroeder. Anyway, so anyway, so, so, um, so, so he's so he's tapping on the window and he's uh, like, hey, hey, uh, um, Olivia, character played by Olivia, let me in. Jess. Jess, yes. let me uh, in. Jess. He's pounding on the window. You're, you're so impatient with us, who've only seen the film once. <laughs> and uh, and then it cuts back to the cops, and they're like, race. Make it, oh yeah, it turns out that someone's. I love it. I love it whenever they have a horror movie where you see the cop who's stationed outside of the fucking house, and he's got like a oh like, right like yeah a screwdriver in his neck or whatever. Yeah. Is there any training with being no. a cop? Like maybe. No, because you know keep you the window rolled up in the winter. The, winter the windows time. rolled down. <laughs> yeah. He's like, why was the? Yeah, the, don't, the don't, like, have, oh, don't ask. Someone probably tapped on the window and asked for assistance. Oh, well, yeah, but, but then you would see he's going to put a plunge a screwdriver in your, into your neck, and, and you prevent that from happening. And if you're on a if you're on a, like a stakeout or whatever, you keep an eye on people. You probably like heightened awareness. And someone raps on your window, you're probably going to have your hand on your gun just in case. Yeah. And, and yeah, well, he was too quick. Unless this movie takes actually takes <laughs> was, place in Canada, he, he was too quick. For if him. it's RCMP we're talking about, I'm not. Like, I think we should stop dissing the cops, man. If it's like LAPD, well, yeah, then they'll shoot they're you just the, shoot the, you the, and then the ask second questions. you fucking bang on the window. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so, so let's, let's wrap turns this up out here. The, turns out the cop is fucking dead, and uh, John runs up and he bangs on the door, and uh, no, and. Wait. No, right. no, we're getting... Take us home here, Amanda. Peter, Peter. Breaks he's, into the basement. He's broken into the basement. Right, we, right, right. Th- this needs to happen. He's major. And he, like, keeps on approaching... What's her name? Jess. Jess. Uh, Seemingly he's, like, unaware that she's Yeah, he's, he almost seems like he's in some sort of psychotic trance. A fugue state. A fugue state yeah. coming at Ooh, her. And she's, you know, she's <laughs> backing up. It's crazy. It's like a really intense scene because, like, you don't. I mean, well, there's a moment like during the uh, Margot Kidder murder scene where you see the killer, kind of, right? From kind of. 
like kind of like a weird silhouette. Eye. Again, and you the see eye. His, yeah, you, you see his eyeball. His, like and he do does look door. like Peter. He totally. does. Totally. So, I mean, I think at this point you're like, oh, yeah, Peter. Could be him. He, he seems like he's a real, I mean. But you're basing this on one eyeball. No, not yeah. one eyeball. There's a That's shot. All you need. There's a shot, like a full-on face shot. He is like, it's lit from behind, but you can still see his face. It's when he's it's, got. Yeah. But it's not, you know what I found out from IMDb, though? The body double used as the killer was never Pierre Dulier. They did just, use another just, actual it physical look, it's person. Like the same hair. It looks like I know, I know, of course. Same well, he's a red herring for the viewer. Honestly, but yeah. it, like they did a really good job. So Great like, job. in this like final scene, well not final scene, but like yeah, it's like a big moment for him. He comes yeah. into the basement and Doesn't she hit him with the poker or something like that? Well, she bludgeons well, him. He well, finds you because, don't see it. Yes, yeah, so she does. He might hit him because you hear the No, it's probably with the poker, but because Lieutenant Fuller finds the dead cop inside, and that's when you hear the screaming from inside the house. Right. They break into the basement, they go downstairs, and they find her with Peter, like, cradled on her lap almost. Right, because she, she's, she's got the poker, like, she, they've yeah, probably and struggled she's and she's been hit. And everyone, everyone thinks that she's got she's killed the killer. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And but which, which, which is not the case, as we find out, like, in about five minutes. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Well, this, this as happens I said, every yeah. time. It's, ultimately, he can edit it. This is okay. good. No, it's fine. It's good. So, then... Well, then there's the cops getting in. Wait. No, is that what No, then at? it's it cuts to her in the bedroom of the house, and the cops oh, are all she's, around her. Oh, yeah, and she's like fully... Claire's she's dad. She's in a, her fugue state. Her no. another fugue state. Well, yeah. no, yeah, yeah. They've, they've given her a yeah. bunch of drugs, and she's all passed out. She's... Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Her... The blanket on her bed was amazing. Oh, was it? I don't know if you guys noticed no, that, I but not. I was I did like, not where notice. could I find... It looks like a very, like, nicely crafted... Wool blanket. And oh, like, yeah. Like, I, like, immediately like, I went nice looking and like... Did you notice her sweater? Oh, my God. The hands? Everybody's... That's right. Yeah. yeah. Grabbing her. Yeah. The hands over <laughs> the tits? The, 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 Are you joking? <laughs> no, I'm not joking. Actually, that yeah. might have been the birth of that because I've, se- I've, seen, I've seen hundreds of those. It's very... Hundreds? Yeah. There was some real... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, I, I felt like actually this movie... Sorry, you guys, because... <laughs> I watch what people wear in movies, and this was a this was a big one. I, there was like some really crazy knitwear. There was Ooh. like everybody had very strange toques mm. or like knit <laughs> hats, and there was like some interesting scarves and sweaters. It's and true. I felt like somebody had made everything in this movie. They did the fur coat that Argento wore, which was my favorite. Was yeah. it, I, I love the very... reference during the search party to the guy on the snowmobile, like don't ride too close to the fumes. Well. Oh, confuse yeah. the dogs and it cuts to the guy That's in the ski so mask weird. and he's like acknowledging I, I it I I saw, yeah, yeah 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 that was you're right there were some crazy toques in this there fucking movie there was a movie. lot of crazy toques in this That's movie what they and sweaters called. crazy toques crazy, <laughs> crazy a lot of some crazy my band really strange scar a couple strange scarves yeah yeah it was everybody had was wearing something weird at the, some point well see me in the in the, the green turtleneck and the tweed jacket yeah. like wow. it's just a strange combination yeah it's so so I, I'm, I'm seeing that the, the takeaway for most of the the people here tonight are the clothes the scars the hats from black christmas yeah yeah, yeah. i suppose sure, so yeah. oh and the meat hook the meat hook, yeah. yeah. Okay. In the, in the attic. But we have reason. not yet. We have not closed the door on let's the, let's on the story because yeah. this movie has the most infuriating ending of any movie uh, I've ever seen. I love the ending. Where it's I like, it. okay, not never mind the fact that they don't disclose who Spoiler the killer is, which I thought was. 
it's been praised by certain people and yeah you don't know the fucking killers hold on on a second we missed one thing which is like they never find the bodies in the attic Okay, no, think, wait, yeah, no, 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 please allow, allow me, allow me to. So you, this is you no, think wait, at this point. I need to fucking say this. I think Dylan has, has something <laughs> sorry, to say. Sorry, sorry, because sorry. I saw this and the credits started rolling and I was like in my own fugue state of like, <laughs> what? Right. You have a witness. Someone tell me what happened. A witness possible, uh, maybe the actual killer. I mean, she might be the killer. We as the viewers know that she isn't, but the cops don't fucking know that. That's true. Right? Yeah. For all we know, she's a fucking uh, crazy killer. Um, all the cops seem to know is that there was, like, I guess her and one body, and I guess they found the two bodies in the uh, upstairs, yeah, right? In the bedroom. And she's obviously going to be traumatized when she wakes up. Probably. And the cops are like... Well, just let her sleep in the fucking murder house <laughs> where the murders happen. Yeah. In, in the next room, there's we'll a fucking tomorrow. bloody mattress and the walls are splattered with blood. We'll just leave the one cop standing around smoking cigarettes outside. After the cop who got killed, keeping it on the place before. Is this, is this standard procedure to just fucking leave? Yeah. They don't even leave someone in the room. A psychiatrist or a friend yeah, or you know anybody. And then, it's, and, then, and then it's like... <laughs> I'm the crazy murderer and I'm still in the attic. Yeah. And I'm like, that He's... would never... In the Middle Ages, that wouldn't fucking happen. By design, my friend. Might have happened in the Middle Ages. It's a condemnation of the police. Of sloppy police work. Yeah. And you're reacting the way you should. Um, because, because they were... You're, they, they... you're an apologist for, for bad... Uh, uh, for unbelievable uh, 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 screenwriting. They would have searched the entire house. They, they would have probably the would the attic. next day. They would do it the Why next day. Why would they do it the Why next, the next day? day? Well, it's small well, it's Christmas. My kids want open cause... presents. They're tired. They're <laughs> rushing off to the hospital in a panic. Uh, the excuses you come up with. Why are they going to the hospital? Because Mr. Harrison passed over, remember? Oh. Who's Mr. Harris? Oh, yeah, we, we gotta Where's go look after that, that elderly yeah. white man. Actually, yeah, yeah maybe your argument. So, so all the cops are going to go to the hospital because well, it's this old not man. Well, all the cops, but they leave. There's Alex, the cop outside the house doesn't go. You're to the suggesting hospital. the screenwriters in 1974 are woke, and are like, yeah, we're gonna make a big fucking statement about like uh, white male privilege. And, uh, <laughs> well, I didn't say that at like, all. No, I think it's. I actually. Think I just it, said I sloppy think, police. Work, I think. I think this this is is a is a very good horror movie. Above average, that has a lot of a, a lot of. I think it was written by somebody who didn't really wasn't too concerned with plot holes and that sort of thing. Yeah, well, most so most I, horror I movies. I find it pretty tight. This film, I don't really see a lot of plot holes. It, well, at the, okay, at the, at the very end, he's back on the phone, calling. Who, yeah. who the fuck's he calling? He's killed everyone. There's no one left in the house. Who's, well, why is he even calling? He's a lunatic. Well, so he's just calling random. Yeah. He likes it. <laughs> Inside the house. <laughs> but he's there's nobody left to answer the Wait, phone. We don't know that. Maybe somebody's calling him. Who would call him? You hear him <laughs> well, you hear him well, talk. And besides, you hear him talking and stuff. He actually blew my mind. You hear him muttering to himself, but you don't know he's the one actually making the phone. Does call. the does the cop any make... phone call at that point is gonna be terrifying. I think maybe the cop starts. No, it's implied cop... that it's him. Because it's, it, it's over the it's over the closing credits, and I think maybe the cop might go in to answer the phone. No, or he's just no. standing there. The Even though keeps ringing, you're right, though credit. they could have still a great taken TV away. Yeah, I, yeah. I still think the movie for I only address because I know people have attacked it before for leaving Jess alone the host at the end. But as far as I'm concerned, 
Maybe they could have just said, take her away to the hospital, too, and left it at that, and it still would have been really scary no, to have the phone ringing in the house, even yes. if no one was there. But it's okay. scarier. They absolutely would have said, but, take Jess to the hospital, because yes. she's just well, been through a fucking trauma. She has killed You don't the leave her in the murder house. Sloppy And, and then on top of that, every cop just leaves... I mean, not every cop leaves. There's one. Oh, there's one. There's yeah. The fucking the which we could be one which, other. Which, which, which really worked out well in the, the ten minutes oh, prior. Know, yeah. <laughs> hey, sloppy police work. Yeah. Oh yeah, That's and by it. the way, none of the cops seem that concerned that one of their own just got stabbed in the in no. the th- his throat cut. Well, well, they're they're still laughing about the fellatio joke. Cutting room floor. Remember that when she said fellatio? That was the best. Okay, now. Anyways, let's let's wrap this. By the way, a couple a couple of points. So Alex, you are not the only person who thinks this is the greatest movie ever made. Um, I know Steve Martin. And, well, and, and, and Amanda's dad really? also. Steve, Steve Martin. One yeah, of his yeah, all-time yeah. favorite movies. Wow, Steve you guys Martin. are in good company. There's a story. Amanda's dad, Actually, Steve Martin. Actually, yeah. uh, Elvis also. Elvis, Elvis Presley? Presley? Yeah. Wow. Or Elvis Costello? I didn't know no, that. Elvis Presley. He, also. He would watch it every Christmas. And apparently, I think this is according to the IMDb, I read it. He, now the Presley family, uh, whoever is... Left. Still left alive. I don't know. They watch it every Christmas at all. Oh, just just to remind. Also, what yeah. uh, Halloween was conceived as a sequel to this film. Oh yeah, it really you, was. You, you okay. can you can totally see Halloween yeah, being the baby yeah, the, sure. the baby. Uh... And I find this much scarier. I love Halloween. Don't get me wrong, but Halloween has that real cold clinical feel to it, and that's a great thing. But I love like the crazy camera work in this movie. And, yeah, no, I thought it was great. More they're, they're, down and dirty. Well, well that the, the the point of view of the killer mm. when he's walking around because it's it's distorted. Distorted to give it a, really, a, give yeah. it like a like a, like a, a, a insight into his distorted mind kind of mm-hmm. thing. I thought it was great. Yeah. Also, and yeah, again, Billy. The constant references to Billy. I don't know if they where they got the name Billy from, but like I said, that's, that's the name, name. Art Hindles. Yeah, Art Hindles character in that movie, basically. But if you ever see, we have a movie here called. Seance on a wet afternoon. Mm, I always want to see that movie. Amazing film, and there's a woman freaking out who yells "Billy" throughout it. So you think it's from that? Maybe it's a common uh, horror trope. Well, that, uh, this is, I, I have a question about the phone calls. Easy like to say. he is, it. I mean, it clearly is not one person. The yeah. Whole okay. Thing. It, it, it almost to me it, it sounded like it sounded like, two, like The Exorcist. Yeah. Yeah. Like all the different demon voices. Yeah, he's doing two voices, or he's having a conversation with himself. It's kind of like yeah. I, I, I think I think that's exactly. I think that's exactly. I think it. it's, yeah. Yeah. He's I think just doing he's, multiple voices because he's crazy and he and yeah he's just. But apparently, for the sound mix that they used for those phone calls, it was it's not supposed to be this in the movie, but it's Bob Clark. And Nick but it's Mancuso. also a woman. Oh, Is there a woman yeah. too? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah there's a, there's sure. a woman's well. It's a really high. Maybe it's a, like a man doing a woman's voice. Right. Like, it's oh, wait, Buffalo I, Bill style. I nominate this okay. movie for best obscene phone calls ever in a film. Yeah, yeah. I Sorry. have to agree. They're, they're great obscene phone calls. Sorry, Philip Seymour Hoffman wins that one. Yeah. Actually, oh, and, those and, are pretty good for, for happiness. You're right. Those yeah. are pretty, it'd be funny to re-loop it with those phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like fucking like, you'll come, be coming out of your Come say your, your mouth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Philip Seymour Hoffman. That'd be, that'd be great to fucking intersperse that. Um... Yeah, okay, Olivia Hussey. Okay, uh, back to the uh, Steve Martin thing. Um, she met Steve Martin, and he got he was like, "Oh my God, you 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 you're the star of my favorite movie of all time." And she assumed it was Romeo and Juliet, <laughs> and then it turned out it was Black Christmas. Black Christmas. Awesome. And apparently, at the time, he'd seen it twenty seven times. Awesome. Holy so shit! So I'm assuming this is like the early to mid '80s, uh, bef- you know, so like yeah. video 
I mean, I get it. Okay, so I guess I'll start off on like how. Okay, does it does hold, it hold does, up? Does it, does hold, it up? hold up? I have to make a little music cute bumper for the. For bum, the bum, does bum, it hold da, up? Da, does it hold up? I can't say whether or not it holds up because <laughs> I, I, I never really saw it as a kid. Um, I I think it's a, a I think it's a darn good. All right. Scary All right, Dad. movie. I, I think it's smarter than the average horror movie. I like it a lot more than the vast majority of horror movies that have come out since like 1990. Uh huh. But it is flawed. Uh, it's not perfect. minor. When, minor. When, when Steve Martin has seen it 27 times, when Elvis's estate, like I, frankly, I don't think I'll ever watch it again. But uh, well, no, no, I'll check. I'm, I'm sorry. Never Alex. say never. I, you know, it, if you happen to be over at Alex's house for Christmas one time, you're gonna be watching Black Christmas. I think it's sure. I think it's slightly overrated, but it's still very good. I don't know if it's overrated. I don't think I don't think people even even know about it or even Not hold it in high praise. Know about it. And I think it's I personally think it's my turn now. To, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I wanna, yeah, I, I, I wonder I wonder what you're gonna say. I love this up. film. And it's one of the most influential films ever. Again, I don't care what anyone says. Empire Strikes Back, Alien Board from it, Halloween when a Stranger Calls ripped it off. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think it's a complete masterpiece. And dances I love with wolves, the social like you see some commentary dances with wolves in, in there. It, well, it's, 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 and... it's Bob Clark's best movie, in my opinion. I, uh, I don't know. I'll give you that. What well, about Porky's? But <laughs> it's up there. Well, Christmas Story no, is also I, great. They I, make a really I, nice. Stuff I hate though. a Christmas Story, so I, I, I can never, I, I can never watch that movie. But again. I love Black Christmas, and I, I watch it every year, and I get a little bit more out of it every year I watch it. Excellent. Well, yeah. uh, I'm Darren, gonna, does it hold up? It totally holds up. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was. It had, it had a great uh, sense of dread and creepiness to it. Everything about it was creepy. I just and, and it had and it had. I love watching movies from that era, 70s, mm-hmm. 80s. Any, anywhere like uh, maybe it's a little nostalgic for me, but I just love seeing all the old clothes and cars and music and everything about it. And had it. I just I loved it. I would highly recommend it. All right. Yeah. Amanda. Oh yeah, for sure. Holds up? Oh, yeah. No, it's like... I think it's cool. It's fun. Uh, the calls are totally amazing. Yeah, they're so creepy. Oh, my God. It's just... it's. And that those calls still to, hold up. I it's creepy. To, yeah, I had to listen to them a couple times because they were... There's a lot going on in them. And uh, Margot Kidder, like, I love her character so much. She should have been drinking a, more. She's such a badass. Yeah. She's so gross. I love her. She's a lot of fun. And yeah. um, her death is one of the most amazing. I yeah. finally remember her name, like, by the way, Barb. Fully, Barb. Barb. Of course, Barb. Barb got fully. I wonder if, yeah, uh, I wonder if Stranger Things is like, uh, a throwback. Well, uh, I, it's funny because I was thinking that um, oh, yeah, maybe. Andrea Martin's character was their Barb. Yeah, kind she of. totally was. The, 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 the nerdy <laughs> yeah. uh, Jewish lesbian friend. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> yeah, the Barb of Black Christmas. I, 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 th- I think uh, Claire would be more the Barb, actually. It's in the first one to die that nobody seems to care about. That's true. Yeah. Well, but everybody cared. Everybody Everybody cared about Barb. No, but everyone like cared big, about Claire. They're not all in the looking show. for her. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, yeah. So if we're gonna if we're gonna pair this up with uh, pairings, yes. Yes. Yeah, so well, another, another, another thing we do in the show, our, the show. <laughs> it's a show. It, is we will we'll recommend a movie to pair with this if it's for a double bill. So you're working at Black Dog Video. So it, it's it, by the way Mondays here at Black Dog are oh. two for one. Yeah. Somebody walks up with Black Christmas and they say, oh. I get a, a, a movie for free. What movie would you recommend they watch with Black Christmas? 
Is it Christmas time? It is. Well, <laughs> by, by the time this airs, <laughs> and this goes to air. In 2020. In 2020. <laughs> if you're lucky, yeah. Uh, you, oh. you want a second to we think probably, about we should have given yeah, you a little heads up. I didn't eh? know that this was. <laughs> okay, well, how about. So, Darren, you start. Well, I'll go with my. The Christmas movie that I watch every single year I've watched since probably about 1988. Almost every year I've seen is the 1951 Christmas Carol with Alistair Sim. It only took you 37 uh, years to finally see it. Uh, no, I watch it every year. Since 1988. Yes, so I've seen it. Probably the most. Probably the movie I've seen the most of any movie. I must stand on my head. I, I just I yeah. love I love that movie so much. I love he's the best Scrooge. I don't even want. The thing is I don't even like the Scrooge story. Mm-hmm. I find it I've seen it so many times done on television shows and movies and stuff. I, and, I agree. I, no, I love I love the Alistair Alistair Sim Christmas Carol. Yeah, because he's so he's so good and all the character actors he has around him too. And it's the one movie that'll make me cry every time with little tiny Tim. When he says "God blesses," and it's just it, it just kills, really? me, kills me every fucking. Well, I'm usually quite drunk You're when I watch a, it. On a, <laughs> cry a tiny. This is, this is like it's, it's usually, usually on midnight, one usually, o'clock in the no, morning. No, it's usually and, on at ten a.m. before, no, no, I, before I, the Queen's no, I, speech. I bring it home to watch when I want to watch it. I don't watch it on the television. You get drunk and, and you watch. A Christmas I watch Carol. Christmas Carol, like and and uh, everyone that I watch it usually falls asleep when I watch it by myself or maybe you a friend. Know, stay you with know, my me. favorite bit in that movie is is when he is when he tricks Cratchit. When he shows up for work and Cratchit comes in, he's like, you are 10 minutes late, therefore I have no choice but to raise your salary. <laughs> he can barely hold his joy in. Yep. Yeah. Uh, when, when the, can you forgive an old fool? Oh, there's so many, there's yeah. so many great Actually, scenes. I'm, I'm, I'm getting choked up just thinking about so it. It's so well written and it's so well acted. And, I, and I will, I'll probably watch it again this Christmas. Of course that's, you will. It's my favorite. Yeah, the, Christmas is all about repetition. Yeah. Until either, you either, either that or, um, I don't know, uh, Goodfellas. <laughs> wow, so, so not Forrest Gump this time. No, no, I would never recommend Forrest Gump. Alex, I'd, I have a list. If it's Christmas time, I would say Christmas Story, also directed by Bob Clark. Can never watch it again. I've seen it too many times. Ten years yeah. after this film came out, exactly, he did it in '84. To the day. To the day. Wow. Maybe not to the day, but Christmas uh, day. That or Alien or Empire Strikes Back, just to show the influence. <laughs> or Mario Bava's, is it Bay of Blood or Twitch of the Death Nerve? Or is that same the same movie. film? It's the same, same movie. movie. Yeah. I same love the right. name Twitch of the Death forget Nerve. That, because this is generally considered the missing link. Black Christmas is generally considered to be the missing link between Twitch of the Death Nerve slash Bay of Blood. Same film with a different title. That's why I was confused earlier. Thank you for Amanda for, for thank you Amanda for clarifying that. Can I just say it is the same film, but it was like the missing link between Baba's slasher movie and the North American slasher like, like, films like when, when Halloween came out and stuff like, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this this is like step two after that Baba yep. movie. So that's those are the kind of things I'd recommend off Christmas season. But Christmas season, I'd totally go with Christmas. Uh, Pardon me, Christmas Story. Yes. I, I, I just a Bob want, Clark double feature. I just want to yes. throw in here that not Porky so. Which we did at the Rio before, actually, Christmas Story and Black Christmas. Did anybody so know it was a Bob well. Clark double bill? We did. Yeah. Stress said yes. Yeah. This year, by the way, we're not showing Christmas Story, but we're showing Black Christmas with White Christmas. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> and actually. I joked that we should ask the local actor Mackenzie Gray to host, but I guess we're just going to show without a host. So that's not bad. That was great, by the way. Sure, maybe the great. Because when, when Alex was talking about that uh, that Bava film, he immediately threw across the desk to Amanda, and it was like because Amanda worked here same for fucking years movie years and years and years, and years. <laughs> no, but it was it was it was like this weird like you know yeah. I don't know. 
It that, was. That, that's, the, like that's the kind of expertise that you get here at Black Dog Video because I didn't you, know what the hell they were talking about. Yeah, and now you do. It's yeah. true. It's just I knew there were all these alternate titles thrown in that movie and I couldn't keep straight of Twitch of the Death Nerve. Isn't that the best that's fucking name? That's like the ever? best title either, but we had it as Bay of Blood. Right. Which isn't as so, good a name. I think Twitch of the Death Nerve was also on that case. Probably was, yeah. It's long gone. We got to get them back, we have, by we, the way. We've, we've got it. Yeah. No, we don't. We don't? No, I, mean, I have it in the No, it was never returned by probably the guy. Who rented here with the best name ever, Earl Sunshine? We can edit that out of the podcast. Fuck you, Earl. Earl Sunshine. <laughs> Earl Sunshine was his yeah. name. We have it at the other store. We have it at Canby Store. Twitch of the and Death Dixie Night. Honey White. <laughs> I haven't Remember seen her, her in years. I Those forgot about her. Those are the two best names. The hula hoop woman. Yes. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm good. I'm okay. I, don't, I don't mind editing. I'm having fun. <laughs> All right. So um, I was come, just now uh, were I to pair this up. Um, well, my my instinct is. If you if you are uh, one of these people who's like super into real life serial killers and blah blah blah, <laughs> um, this movie was supposed to air on American television for the first time two weeks after Ted Bundy oh. broke into a sorority and murdered uh, two women. Um, so if you're one of those macabre motherfuckers, I, I'll never understand the entertainment value in real life murder. I know some friends um, are into that. But if you can get a hold of uh, the it's Deliberate it. Stranger, the Ted Bundy movie starring uh, Mark Mark Harmon. Harmon. Harmon Actually, there, there, there's also a really good. I don't don't know who the actor is, but it's just it's, it's just called Bundy. It's terrible. No, I liked. It. I thought it was. I thought oh, it was. I, I thought it was like intense and crazy and like really yeah, disturbing. It, it was exploitation at its worst. Or best. Uh. You shouldn't make movies about... Also, and, Anyways, so, and don't forget, you know, also the uh, Seth MacFarlane take on a Ted. That was horrifying. That the killer oh, bear? The, about the bear. The killer, the killer teddy bear. <laughs> the Bundy Lady. Yeah, that was a remake. Mark Wahlberg. That was a remake of Summer of, San, Summer of Ted, right? Mark, Mark Wahlberg <laughs> was the normal Ted law student, and the bear represented all the horror. Yeah. Anyways, uh, but don't do that. Also, The Deliberate Stranger, as far as I know, is not available on DVD. Even though it's, It is. It's, is it? Well, well, we don't was. have it. We probably shouldn't be it, advertising. But I, you know, that, that's not a Christmas pick. If you, <laughs> no, it's not. I'm gonna Wait, go. We had the deliberate stranger. No, when we bought that woman's collection, it was Where in it, it but we didn't keep it. We didn't. Where did it go? We didn't keep it. Oh, what? Why? So you bought it you to watch it. I bet you ten bucks. It's, it's at your house. It's not. I brought all. It's I brought all. It's such in the cracks. Okay, so go home and check your collection. To save my, to save myself precious minutes of editing, I'm gonna go with if you. I guess it's an obvious choice. It's it's Christmas. It's horror. I'm going with Krampus. Oh, Krampus is, is cool. Supernatural. Oh, cool fun, I like I like Krampus. Christmas horror movie. A new, a new one. It came out last year, right? Uh, yeah, I think it was last year, before? maybe the year yeah. before. I I saw it at and our sponsor Bomber. Mm-hmm. They they do Monday night uh, um, movie nights yeah. and it was like Christmas and it was all snowing and shitty and I went down there and I was like the only snowing person in the bar watching shitty. this thing. <laughs> well, it always sucks. Krampus is totally fun. Yeah, it's a good, it's a it's a good fun. It's a blast. Yeah. It's a really fun. It's the same um, guy that made uh, Trick or Treat, uh, the great right. Halloween uh, uh, movie from about five years ago or so. Maybe yeah. it was a Not to longer. be mistaken with the '80s Trick or Treat. No, with, uh, uh, that with had the Skippy Hamlin. Well, Ozzy Osbourne Gene and Simmons. Gene Simmons are on the cover, but they have cameos. The real star is Skippy from Family Ties. Really? Oh, that's right. Really? Yeah, Skippy uh, is in it. He's not even and on the box. And Mallory's so. boyfriend is in um, My Mallory. Demon Lover. My Demon Lover. Holy Which shit, you seen. guys are like autistic. I remember that movie. Though. <laughs> um, anyway, so that brings us to the end of our podcast. Scott Balance. Yeah. Unless yeah. anybody else has anything. I think, uh, I don't know. Oh, we, we haven't got to Amanda's pick for uh, to go with uh, 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 Oh, I'm sorry, Amanda. I forgot that we give you... We give you uh, Special guest pick. I've been trying to remember what the movie is. I'm thinking Sorority House Massacre. Woo! There you go. Oh my god. Do we have that? Yeah, we, do. we have yeah, that. We have a couple of them, don't we? Yeah, we have like four I think of there's them. like a few of them, and they're actually pretty amazing. So Are they? 
yeah, if you want to see more uh, sorority sisters getting... Getting massacred? Not necessarily for Christmas. You know, if you're Jewish. <laughs> no. Maybe you want to watch women getting like, murdered in a sorority. I like horror movies. You, you know uh, that The Exorcist was released on December 26th, I believe, or December 25th, back in 1973. Oh, it was, it was released... Well, they wanted to get in before Oscars. Yeah. Uh, and you had to have it before the end of the year. And so it was, a, it was released as a Christmas movie. That's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It's, and yeah, it's a great movie. But uh, maybe that'd be a good double bill. So, so sorority House Murders? Massacre. Massacre, sorry. Yeah, part one. Part one. But the sequels are trite. No, they're worth watching. Okay. But How many are there? I think that there might be... I think we might have three. There might be four. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, there's a lot, and they're all basically the, the same, same thing, which is also just <laughs> Sorority like, girls getting massacred yeah. in yeah, various Black ways. Yeah, Black Christmas. So, but Sorority House Massacre has something special about it. That, cool. Yeah. I'll have to check it out, because I know I love, I, I've been really be- beginning into, being, being getting into um, uh, 80s and 90s horror movies lately. Oh my God, we have to talk about society. Well, <laughs> oh yeah, well, we, we should we should do society. We just got society. Uh, society's amazing. Or spookies, I really want to. But before we start talking about oh that, let, let, let's wrap yeah. this up. Let's wrap this up, and, and we'll, then when we're done recording, uh, we'll did Amanda get... pick the okay. second? Oh, she did. Yes. So uh, that that is our podcast. We, we were recording as always at Black Dog Video in and the Vancouver. Dank, the, the, the dank cold bowels. Dank of... cold. It's not that bad actually. Well, it's it's, it's kind of windy and shitty, but it's at least it's not snowing. Not yet. Here in Vancouver, British Columbia, uh, Black Dog Video Canada. is located at, on Commercial Drive at Grant Street and also on Canby Street at 18th. 18th. Yep. We're the look, last look, store in town. Look us Come up on online. Oh. Well, we're sort of, then there's the weird porno one down by the highway. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, there is. I always forget about the weird porno one down by the highway. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that we really need to uh, No. Nope. Um, thanks for listening. Yeah. yeah, everyone. Have thank, a... thank you for spending the last uh, one hour and fifty nine minutes with us. Well, Amanda we, we... Calhoun, thank you for joining yes, us. Yes, yes, it's you. a pleasure. Please, please you are open invitation. Yeah. Any, any Sunday night you want, come down. We'll talk oh, about yeah. anything. That's touching. Uh, yeah. Thank Let's you. Do it. Uh, Merry Christmas, nice. everybody. Yes. Have yeah, a, everyone have a, a fine Christmas. Feliz Happy Navidad. holidays. Yeah. Uh, have a crazy Kwanzaa. Everybody, be good to everybody. Good night. Oh, God. God, that was cheesy. <laughs>